Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It was in the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other side. Yes. Figured it out. Wes is wearing a girl shirt. Yes. It's a me, a man, a Garcia. Go cojones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say, well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man. Good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, also online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show, be a part of the show on facebook live and youtube make sure you're subscribed to pirate radio tv on youtube you can watch this program the brian bailey show and our pre and post game coverage when it comes to pirate basketball and ecu baseball got all that on youtube facebook as well and if you want to chime in or ask a question to one of the players that'll be appearing on today's program jacob jenkins coward josh moylan and lane hoover you can get your question in and we'll pass that along to the guys as it is a delcor players lounge monday here on pirate radio live we'll hear from jacob jacob jenkins coward in just a moment lane hoover coming up in an hour from now in hour number two also josh moylan in hour three we'll also talk to aaron fit from d1 baseball he saw the pirates take down the tar heels twice over the weekend we'll get aaron fit's thoughts on the two-game sweep over the Tar Heels and what lies ahead we'll get a Duke preview as well that's uh, next on the docket for East Carolina also uh, we got Shirley Rhodes Chandler Honeycutt here on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live Troy D alongside on a beautiful day hello Troy hello Clip good to see you my man great weekend man ah this was a lot of epic fun. weekend if only the Pirates could have pulled off the upset in Minji's it would have been one for the ages but uh, man what a great baseball weekend uh, taking two from the Tar Heels, and that is always fun to get a sweep, and it's definitely fun to uh, get a sweep in the fashion they did here in Greenville, and then of course the one in Chapel Hill. What a uh, comeback for East Carolina, and what a show, the team showed a lot of guts. Five and one are the Pirates now after back to back six to five victories over North Carolina, and a big part of that uh, was Jacob Jenkins Coward, who joins us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. JC, how you doing, man? great great to be here absolutely and uh so much good to talk about jacob and uh awesome weekend and my first question is how'd you drop that fly ball in the ninth inning on friday night yeah so um rally <laughs> let's go ahead and get that out of the way get that out of the way not that we're critical positives. but we're just curious. Um, so when rally johnson comes in he's um he's, he's a little bit faster than me a little bit better outfielder so uh, i move over to right field and he plays center and I just hadn't dealt with the lights all night because I was in center. There's really no lights. And ball went up, got in the lights. I didn't do a good job of putting the glove up to block them. So I saw it looked like you know you were coming that. towards it. Then you had to go like left or right a little bit. Yeah, like I noticed it. I came in when I saw it off the bat, and then lost it. And yeah, just one of those things that happens sometimes. 
but uh team uh picked you up got out of it and got the sweep over north carolina well i guess not necessarily a sweep because they might play this game later troy d they got yeah. lost on saturday so at least a series win yeah guaranteed over the Tar Heels. and you, you did it uh jacob in similar fashion friday and sunday uh the rally in the eighth on friday the rally in the seventh which uh you had a, a big part of there with your shot up the middle on sunday and just I, I never say die attitude for you guys yeah i mean it obviously isn't the plan um <laughs> to have multiple comeback wins in a row like that but um it just shows we're never out of it um our offense is you know it's like a dormant volcano so when, <laughs> whenever we're not hot you know when that flips when that switch flips it, it's it's game on i gotta imagine the bus ride was a lot of fun home last night <laughs> yeah a lot of a lot of games of mafia. It was very very. <laughs> That's still game. going, huh? I remember oh, yeah. Packard, Bryant Packard, and those guys yeah. used to talk about that years ago when he played. What, mafia what, is still a thing. When you get hot, like I go back to Friday night, and you know the bats weren't doing anything for mm-hmm. the Pirates, and then all of a sudden the eighth inning, it's like a different team, different ball game. Was it the pitching change for North? Carolina? I mean, was that guy just that good that he was just able to shut everybody down, and then the other guy, and then once they he leaves it's like they go through a full rotation mm-hmm. then we're i feel like we're in their head yeah and then it just kind of spirals out of control for them and the pirates get hot i mean what is it that flips the switch sometimes i mean yeah the that guy uh carlson he, he's got a got a really got really good stuff so our plan the whole time was to get into the bullpen if we get into the bullpen we'll be good just put pressure on them and we weren't able to do that uh through the first seven but once um we got into the bullpen we knew we we were pretty much set and uh, the opposite plan, I guess, for the opponents, which you don't have to worry about, Jacob, but when the Pirates get to their bullpen, that's trouble for opposing teams. How about your bullpen, these two games, uh, locking it down and keeping you guys in it uh, for you to be able to come back? Yeah, I mean, our bullpen's been spectacular. They really do a good job of having a closers mentality, just come in, close their inning, get the job done, and pass it along to the next guy. And I think that's what's really fueled their success. Clip, here's a stat to consider. Johnny stats. This is, this is that an it again. One. Johnny always has great stats. <laughs> the uh, Pirates are 5-0 and when committing an error and 0-1 oh and when they do not. So, so thank you, Jacob. Yeah, you saved the game. Stats to consider. <laughs> For, on behalf of Pirate Nation, great work. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, Jacob, sometimes uh, uh, hits come in different ways. Sometimes they're those big towering balls you hit over the scoreboard. Sometimes they're bouncers up the middle, and uh, yeah. you just had to fight and you were able to do that during that rally on Sunday. So how about that at bat? Uh, walk us through that one and uh, ended in a great result for the Pirates. Yeah, so uh, scouting report, this guy comes in, a uh, hard-throwing sinker baller, and um, oh, oh, I was expecting a sinker and didn't sink. So I swung right underneath it and then um, took strike two at the bottom of the zone, and then it was just compete mode from there. It's just move the baseball. So a lot of two strike hitting for you guys. Jacob Starling has made it an art almost yeah. at this point. But two strike hitting. How much do you and, and Coach Godwin and, and the team talk about that? And how does the approach change for you guys when there's two strikes? Um, it, it's definitely a different approach. We have uh, two different approaches, so I really don't want to reveal too much. Sure. But uh, <laughs> but we 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 practice it a lot. We practice two strike hitting uh, off the pitching machines and stuff like that with all the different pitches and it's uh it's more of a mindset than a physical thing so so does your swing change much at all no i think i think you shorten up and you're moving the baseball in the middle of the field and you're just competing and fighting to put a put put the bat on the ball really awesome weekend for the pirates and uh that what was that uh eighth inning like at home on friday when you 
the, just that snowball starts rolling what's that feeling yeah, like that, was, you guys? that was nuts um as soon as the the guy came in out of the pen the energy was up in the in the crowd and uh he's a true freshman so he comes in amac gets a big lead off walk and then it gets really loud and, and even amac after the walk it was almost like he hit a home run he was like yeah pumping up the dugout Absolutely. like you kind of felt it right there yeah. right you and, kind of feel it and clip i talked with you pregame and did a report with you here and it really was you know i was out there it's a february game but but it was kind of really nice weather it felt like a regional type mm, an ncw regional type atmosphere ended up being the largest crowd in clark eclair history you know uh jacob talk about that energy on the field because you guys are, are feeling it from all directions there and it just had to be kind of just a, a wild deal as you went into the eighth and ninth inning just to, from the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. I remember last year in the regional, Coach G told me, like, when, when we take the field, I want you to take it in for a second because it's the first time, you know, you experience this. And then I remember having that same feeling taking the field Friday night. So it was definitely amazing to have everybody like that there. Uh, everybody jacked up after the win, and then you come back and, and have to do it again on Sunday. And I've talked to athletes, football players especially, that like going into – road environments and they got that road warrior mentality how about when you go to a road game and like at least half the crowd is in purple and gold that's <laughs> yeah. got to be a cool feeling that yeah. you've taken over their stadium almost yeah that was it didn't feel like a road game other <laughs> yeah. than the you know different field obviously yeah. but I the chance were felt like it was in greenville yeah absolutely i mean i know when we had the rally going on the seventh it was it was our home field advantage it was it was weird feeling but good feeling i saw a lot of north carolina fans complaining about it but um they really only have themselves to blame clip you know because those are their tickets that our fans bought yeah i mean so, yeah who else are you gonna blame? yeah so I, I love it when they complain about that stuff speaking of which uh had a question from colby he said did you pick up any art artisanal artisanal cheeses while you were in chapel hill <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hilarious um yeah so we we know I don't mean to like hate on the people of Chapel Hill, but they are what you'd call wine and cheese fans, where they golf clap stuff like oh that. Uh, That's fair. That's but, a, yeah. But it's a completely different culture here in Greenville, which we absolutely <laughs> love. Beer and dogs versus wine yeah. and cheese. Uh, we talked about cheeses the other day, Jacob. What's your favorite kind of cheese? American. American. All right. Mm. Fair enough. What's your clip? Um cheddar sharp cheddar really i like a sharp cheddar boy i'm a swiss cheese type of guy you're a swiss yeah a holy like a little holes in it all right <laughs> i enough. don't know what it is i like swiss cheese that's good yeah that's why yeah all right all right that this is, uh concludes cheese talk <laughs> yes it does here on uh pirate radio <laughs> this Live. was for the Tar Heel fans <clears throat> yeah a little something for those guys <laughs> tuning in right now you a wine guy jake are you 21 no I'm uh, 20. never mind yeah, okay fair drink. enough Yep. You only look like you're 31. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a lot. Dark. I'm talking to a grown ass <laughs> yeah. man who's not don't 21. Let his, don't let his looks fool yeah. you. He looks older than Cliff. I still got 10 months to go. <laughs> you got your uh, kids out in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's got a mortgage he's dealing with over here. Speaking of which, I uh, was all, I saw a question too from John. When you're at the plate, does your mustache put fear into pitchers? <laughs> it, it has to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> it's definitely something to look at, you know? I mean, last year it wasn't as thick. I wasn't as mature. Um, so, you know, you couldn't really see it. But now you can see it on the broadcast, which is a little different. So yeah. I guess if you if they can see it and the pitcher can definitely see it, I don't know if it makes a difference or not, though. <laughs> Do you put anything in it to make um, to get that twirl? Then? No, it's actually 
just kind of twirls up on its own. Natural. Are you letting it just grow at this point, or do you trim it up? Yeah, I, I, I'll lift up the edges and trim mm-hmm. up underneath. Mm-hmm. And sometimes. it's a lot of maintenance to keep yeah. up with it. I mean, honestly, you think facial hair is easy. It's actually harder yeah. to maintain facial hair than it is just to shave. What do you know about it? Man, after a while, if I let it go, I'm like, this is a pain in the butt. I got to just shave it off. Are you participating in Mustache March? No. Man. I am participating in donating Correct. Yeah. to ALS, which, by the way, Clip, I have a big announcement. Okay. Uh, you might have seen our promotion we did at UBE with our Jungle Nation shirts that we were selling for just $10. These are some of the coolest shirts we've made. Uh, we so, I've never seen anything like it. We sold out in 30 minutes at UBE. We had uh, just hundreds of shirts we took down there with us. We went ahead and we did um, another run. We put them online with our friends at UBE, PirateWear.com, and sold them there. It, and then it, hundreds more shirts sold. We've completely sold out even on the online <laughs> orders now. Yeah. So we are totally sold out currently of the Jungle Nation. Uh, if you've pre-ordered one, we will be... Uh, hopefully getting those uh, produced this week, uh, later this week, and you'll be able to have them, if not this weekend, by next week. But uh, they are in process now, and uh, it has just been an absolute... We're going to be making a um, awesome donation to Mustache March very soon to uh, help fight ALS. So that will be from all of us here at Pirate Radio, and, and thanks to everybody that has supported the cause, too, by uh, purchasing one of these $10 shirts. So thank you, Pirate awesome. Nation. We appreciate it. Currently completely sold out, but uh, I think uh, just... <laughs> there's so many of these that are going to be out there now that um, hopefully everyone had a chance to get one yeah uh, that's fantastic and uh, yeah like in the future hopefully there can be more Jacob just as uh, year two for you here you know how much do you know how much is discussed about the LeClaire legacy the number 23 Cliff Godwin I'm sure uh, has, has mentioned it talked about it with you guys but uh, how much are you aware of all yeah, that yeah it's, it's a big part of our program big part of our culture um, all incomers, freshmen, and and transfers, we read coaching third by Leclerc, awesome. and we talk about it in front of the team. So it's definitely like the first thing we really dive into the culture of our program. Yeah, it's kind of weird clip as you were talking about this. Twenty three live viewers right now currently on, on Facebook, Facebook yeah. page, just kind of one of those anomalies. That's one of them things. Gave me goosebumps right there. Yeah, can't fake that. Uh, Jonathan says uh, JJC being from the Triad, does he prefer barbecue from places like? uh stamies is it s-t-a-m-e-y stamies. okay yeah. or has he been converted to eastern north carolina barbecue like parker's what's your parker's, uh, parker's. you like the eastern right. vinegar based vinegar based right. everything i got in an argument with somebody about this the other day and they were trying to say oh no i like this other kind and i'm like what? there is no other kind it's Eastern North Carolina. That is barbecue. Well, there is another kind. No, that, that's brisket. There's You call mm-hmm. it other things. Like, Eastern North Carolina barbecue is barbecue. Everything else is other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to Michigan, Mission Barbecue a couple times this summer, and I remember the first time I went in there, they are like, so which sauce do you want? I'm like, what do you mean, which sauce do I want? <laughs> I thought there was one sauce. He goes, the vinegar base? I'm like, yes. I don't need, I don't need exactly. the other one. Yeah. There's no, I don't want options. I want yeah, the one. Yeah, the Bris- one. Brisket's not barbecue. It's brisket. It's fair. You know. All right. And you will. Sorry, uh, I get emotional about this. It is something that is, uh, you know, a hot topic among people. Yeah. Just like cheese. <laughs> uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward joining us. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll look at the week ahead for ECU baseball and talk more. If you have questions for the Pirate Outfielder, you can chime in on Facebook Live. YouTube or Twitter. We'll be back with more Pirate Radio Live. More with JC after this. 
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT experts since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. If you missed it, check it out on our social media. Our video we did with Garrett Saylor just showed uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward during the break. He enjoyed it, but got some uh, some funny ideas. Going to maybe uh, have Lane Hoover appear in one uh, later today that you will see at some point. But having fun with the guys here on the Delcor Players Lounge. And if you have issues with your heating cooling plumbing you can call the service professionals at delcor 321-8868 or visit delcorinc.com uh why just get it done when you can get it done right oh we got a burly yeah. ab got look at this we got uh, a little breaking news here while we were on alec burleson at the dish with two on one out bottom of the seventh and the cardinals with a seven to four lead over the mets uh did he start today surely i haven't looked i don't check the box score and see if this is his first ab or if he's been a first offering the ball it's pretty cool uh jacob see a yeah. old uh pirate this could be the you. dish <laughs> yeah you're looking into your future yeah. right here hopefully hopefully if you uh we probably asked you this before what major league team is your favorite the braves that's right that's right yeah. uh, yep i knew we asked it before remember i was, there, uh, I was seeing if you remembered <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> it was a test and you passed remember all that stuff you promised you'd do for him and del murphy yes yeah. Yeah, okay. uh yes i do <laughs> okay. and so you need to provide me <laughs> okay. yeah i do yeah because i've that that is correct yeah uh, by the way, also coming across, we, we should, um, I don't want too much time to go by. Um, probably seen the news today, unfortunately. Former East Athletic Director, legendary coach Terry Holland passed away today, guys. And, uh, you know, Terry did a great job here as Athletic Director. His wife, Ann Holland, had her own radio show here at Pirate Radio, and we got to know the Hollands very well. And Terry had been struggling, as, as, as we know, over the past few years. Um, and uh, his health had declined, but uh, always uh, tough stuff. I believe he was 80, I think, years old, but uh, definitely last uh, left a incredible legacy. Just uh, the ultimate gentleman. I mean, just yeah. uh, what a guy, just treated everyone with respect. And uh, certainly thoughts go out to uh, Miss Ann, Ann Holland, who uh, was a big part of yeah, radio. Absolutely. Ann Holland, so she is an awesome lady as well. Just a, a fantastic family. He was a legend before he got here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Troy. And then, uh, you know, a lot of success uh, with football. Uh, some baseball as well yeah and i think terry's well. legacy here really kind of put uh scheduling with such an emphasis then and really kind of hey, probably the best ad football scheduling we've ever had in the history of the program i remember when they rolled it out with the teams with the virginia techs and the north carolina north carolina state he was a guy that got it and he brought value to the season ticket to uh ecu football and i don't think we've ever had scheduling like that before and i don't know if we'll ever have it like that again as a basketball fan we had state clemson wake forest in Menji's coliseum like during those years yeah i mean mean, that was awesome you're right i mean it was football it was basketball obviously baseball you know cliff 
Sports always done a great job scheduling there too. But uh, those two sports, uh, I think it was some of the best scheduling we've ever had. Yeah, and we just haven't. Yeah, you're right. Seen anything like it since? Uh, Burley grounds out to first, and then what did they call Jacob a balk on that? How that last run scored? Did you see that? I think it was a pitch clock violation. Is that what it was? Yeah. Wow. And we have seen that the Braves got clocked off or however you want to call it their batter <laughs> excuse me uh, clocked off troy d <laughs> oh they got clogged off this weekend oh, he's uh, batter i guess wasn't ready in time and the uh that, that was it ball Third game strike, it's yeah. over so uh, they're going warp speed in the uh majors jacob and and now that is an emphasis in college baseball i commented how the pace was amazing like breakneck speed against george washington when i was out there last weekend but how uh, have you adjusted to that has it affected you at all yeah i think i I have to walking from the on deck circle to the plate i have to get in the box a little quicker but other than that it doesn't really affect it in between pitches yeah i swear i heard cliff while you guys were up to bat yell let him get in the box to the umpire so I guess they're still if the uh, if the batter's not ready they're they're getting him in if and you said there's cases where the pitcher might go a little too fast they mm-hmm. have to say hold up so you've seen some cases yeah, like so that if the if a pitcher if there's runner on and a pitcher comes set before the batter's in the box they usually tell him to step off so so we can at least get in the box before they come set you don't think but it's not a huge deal no I, I don't really uh, we all our, our coach Knight and uh, coach G have always made sure our pitchers you know throw with some pace because uh-huh. you know we we want to get the fans into it when so when it's a fast-paced game it's easier to watch yeah easier to stay locked in so that's always been a, a big thing for us so i think it's just making everybody else catch up I, I agree i think it's a good thing i think it's a positive to keep it moving and keep people engaged I, I hope it doesn't turn into a circus like with the the major leagues they are really really and it's 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 kind of adds a different element to it because a lot of games i've seen the pitch clock behind the the plate and you said there's one out like in the batter's eye or the uh scoreboard or whatever mm-hmm. so the batter can see it but you're almost focusing on that like oh my god it's, it's gonna get this it's kind of like it's like the shot clock <laughs> yeah in basketball where especially the way they have it up on the graphic with major league baseball you're right clip it is almost like right almost center of the screen so it's like you you end up watching the five four three yeah. two to see if he can get the pitch he's off he's not gonna get time. it off he's not gonna get yeah, it off. yeah we're before you're not really paying attention to how much time there is in between and so. i'm just wondering how much that's going to affect a, a pitch or a swing in a big moment or in the regular season are they really going to have a clock off like they did this weekend i don't know that, that was i guess so if they're going to go by the rule book but it was uh crazy stuff all right uh steve is asking online uh interesting question but people want to know duke's or Hellman's mayonnaise, if you got to pick um, one. I don't eat that much mayonnaise. Me neither. Um, you can pass. I, you, yeah, it's a pass. Miracle okay. Whip. You ever had that? <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you look at me. I didn't make it up. It's I don't like thing. mayo, oh, I but I'll yeah. still make a decision on this. I don't even like mayo, but I'm picking Dukes. Yeah. I think that's the uh, that's the play right We've there. We've got some if you'd like some. I've noticed. From the uh, ECU <laughs> oh, Appalachian State sure game. It still tastes great. We still have that <laughs> That Dukes stuff probably lasts for. forever. Yeah. 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 I'm using it in case uh, war breaks out. Make sure it stays in the window there so it gets nice and warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yummy, yummy. <laughs> Uh, Steve had some other questions too. What is your most used app on your phone, Jake? I would say before college it was Instagram, but now I think it's Twitter. Okay. I, I don't tweet a lot, but I like to read tweets. You view. Yeah. Uh, and he also said if you could only listen to one album the rest of your life, what would it be? Mm. 
it, it's almost it's not really one album it's um it's tim mcgraw's greatest hits okay there's a little playlist on apple music that i love tim mcgraw's the man awesome Back what, do, what do you think 2000s what'd you do the album yeah oh god i don't know that's why i asked the question yeah, that's a tough one i think i'd have to go with like a greatest hits album too maybe like a journey or are you a speedway that's yeah. almost cheap. maybe a jimmy buffett if i had to go non-greatest hits i mean like dark side of the moon would be good or i could go rap enter the 36 chambers wu-tang clan i mean Those honestly classics. michael jackson thriller was one of the best yeah. albums ever made i mean that, i think i could probably every song on there is awesome it's a good Ta-da. one yeah i mean right. beat it billy jean yeah. i mean just a thriller i mean it was incredible troy i'm scared to ask what's the most used app on your phone good side that was a side through the nose by the way that wasn't, even, that wasn't a mouse side that was a nose side <clears throat> the camera <laughs> <laughs> no doubt no doubt the camera whether it's taking uh, pictures of sunsets selfies yeah. the camera stanford steve whatever the case may be yeah uh i don't you know app probably one of the social media ones probably either twitter or facebook i guess maybe yeah same thing not that i'm always posting all the time but i do get a lot of news from it i see kind of keep up with current events that way nowadays probably one of those two outside of twitter and youtube uh the score app gets my thumb quite a bit i'm a big score i do i use the weather app a lot from the apple weather app i Mm -hmm. find myself on that quite a bit um just because i feel it's very accurate uh should we read uh john, once again let's see where was that johnny had a uh oh uh well you asked him the barbecue question oh i think he might have deleted it or it's not up here anymore he had a uh jacob jenkins coward stat and i didn't want to read it are you superstitious when it comes to stuff like that what do you mean by stats um not really let's say you've played a certain number of games and you might have got a hit in those games and oh yeah can we talk about yeah. that stuff yeah, you're cool you with it yeah. apparently you have a what five six yeah. i think he said six does that mm-hmm. count last year no he said, we're five and one six games yeah i didn't carry is. the two <laughs> he said good uh good luck extending your six game hitting streak oh, that's cool like, to talk about but you. sometimes yeah. you don't want to talk about it yeah. then you feel it jinxes you and, then and you i'm a huge jinx game. on things so that means the next game uh, duke yeah if you don't get one it's on clip no yeah. whoa 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 <laughs> Again, that's why I don't know. I got Who was asking that. it online? Uh, Johnny. It's on Johnny. It's on Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff. Don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. Yeah. And after the game, Cliff's gonna say, you know, Cliff yeah. likes to take it out on us media guys. Yeah. He's gonna take it out on Johnny. He's a little time. softer now. You know. Mellow, Coach Godwin. We got Aaron Fit coming on. Do you see? He got he he gave Aaron Fit a little Troy D action. Fit to be tied. He said, uh, "Oh, big game. Aaron Fit's here." So he got yeah. him with the Troy D yeah, line true. there. So uh, he'll he'll get everybody. I was at the UNC game. Stay to the end too, by the way. Johnny says, "Oh, let's add some more pressure. Uh, you're currently on a ten game hitting streak, counting last year. Wow, you've reached double digits. He didn't even know. That's now right, he knows, right. and now he screwed well, up. Well, my last summer ball game, I was over. <laughs> there you go. All right, it's so. only six. <laughs> Jacob Jenkins Coward joining us today inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Uh, let's see." What is your feeling on uh, the big donkey? How do you say his last name? Steven? Shock. Shock. All right. And what he is doing for baseball. You a, you a donkey fan? Absolutely. He's uh, he's a great guy. I think he kind of burst on the scene with a College World Series interview or a Super Regional interview and then took off on Twitter. I think now he's working for D1 Baseball. Yeah. And he he does a really good job for, for the game, I think. 
no doubt i feel and uh, we are so wrapped up in ecu baseball but i do feel like college baseball i don't know troy would you agree is like as as big as it's ever been as popular or it, are we just in the moment here well i think well, i think it's a combination of both i do think it's getting bigger i think in east carolina as it's getting bigger continues to get better and better it seems like every year and i think espn you know there's so many platforms to get these games on now yeah that e- even if it's not on linear tv it's available on plus. the app and the plus, plus and your yeah. computer and your phone and nowadays that plus is hooked up to people's tvs so uh, i do think it's widely available just about every game i think is available in that plus format uh, yeah so and then we got a couple that are on uh, i think what espn u the state states yeah so yeah I, I just you know it, it is growing and it's good programming you know, I, I something about you know, I, I there, there's I, I'll sometimes find myself flipping around and then I'll get stuck on a you know Florida State will be playing someone and I'll be like I've just watched three innings of this game, <laughs> yeah. you know. So I mean, it, I do think it's growing. You know, I remember growing up, the only time it was ever on was on CBS during the College World Series, and that yeah. was it. That was the only college baseball you got. That was like in the '90s or whatever. Yeah, if you want to see a game, you had to go to a game uh chad asking uh do you watch any of these savannah bananas games no no i've seen them on twitter seen yeah. them on tiktok that's about it uh this is not a question more of a comment uh observation christian says grandpa coach goblin with glasses in the third base dugout oh yeah, yeah he's getting uh, older i don't know that's new <laughs> what? Yeah. it was a bit of a shock to the eyes yeah he has he doesn't really wear them in practice and then we saw him friday night hey wearing glasses it worked nice yeah whatever well, he needs works. to be able to have good vision yeah <laughs> well because he needs to know where the ball is if he's mm-hmm. going to wave someone home i yeah. thought one of the times he could have taken a little bit of a risk and brought someone home and he held him up but i'm not going to criticize i'm just saying you know that you got to be able to see clearly to make those calls right clip sure why, why yeah i like how you pull me into this right you're on an island right now i'm not saying anything about godwin or his freaking glasses i i, I got nothing uh let's see uh, Craig talking about the success of ECU and now the you know availability with ESPN Plus has him watching more college baseball than ever. Love watching Hawaii play late games. See, I think that's what's happening. Never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. I we get so. home from we get home from games and immediately flip on the West Coast games. Yeah. So. And uh, got a West Coast team rolling in town soon. Correct. Yep. Long Beach State. Long Beach State. That'll be uh, cool to see uh, the dirt bags they get yep. by the dirt bags. dirt bags uh you got indiana long beach state georgetown coming in for the keith leclerc classic always a strong field and no different this year before that at duke and uh jacob being a carolina guy north carolina guy you know how strong baseball is in this state no different this year wake forest is what top five now you face north carolina and uh duke coming up tomorrow and uh another rivalry game for you guys in state mm-hmm yeah uh we're excited to go there uh we like playing in the uh durham bulls athletic park so now clip uh, yesterday's game was some confusion because people thought it was going to be on acc network but when i flipped on acc network it, they were showing something else that wasn't on so what is the is the game on acc network tomorrow or yesterday like mine was on plus some people had an issue getting it on plus yeah. i don't know i can't that's there's it. these are kind of the weird nuances but it's right? not on acc network it's on like acc network 
extra. Right, extra. That's what extra. I didn't understand what that was. So yeah. that's like there's so many different levels to this stuff. It really gets confusing. It's kind of like ESPN Plus, but it's kind of plus for the ACC network. Plus, yeah. some plus. kind of weird. Yeah, connection. I can assure you what I'm not paying for, and that's ACC Plus. I, I pulled it up on Plus yesterday. I'm going to attempt to do the same tomorrow. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell people out there. Yeah, we're in the media business, and we don't know. Yeah, it's too it's much for me to Sorry. understand. All right, uh, Jacob, how much do you know about the teams coming up this week? I know uh, you kind of get scouting reports later in the week, right? So Yeah, um, we'll go over, we'll have a hitters meeting uh, pregame, and then at, at our positions have meetings right before the first pitch, so outfielders are meet, infielders are meet, stuff like that. All right, good deal. And uh, what do you think about the playing Sunday, Monday off, playing Tuesday? Like, is it... I don't know. Is the body re-energized? Do you get any work in? Like, yeah. what are these days um, off like for you? So I got up, went to class this morning, then I immediately uh, ate some lunch, went to the weight room, and did some mobility, some recovery stuff, and then took a couple swings in the cages and headed over here. All right. Because after stuff to get the body moving. After seeing the video uh, that we put out with Sailor Zach Womack did say I need to get in for recovery today. So I don't know what that would be for me per se. Uh, but Monday's a big recovery day for yeah, you guys. Absolutely. You might need the cold tub. You think so? Yeah. You just want me in that cold tub. I would. That would be the great next promo to put Clip Brock in the cold tub, and uh, I think we need to do that next. All right. We'll run it by the higher ups and see yeah. what they say. We'll have that meeting. Aren't you guys the higher ups? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we got some ideas. Uh, we want to. Well, Jacob, are you down to uh, to do a video with us later this year? Absolutely. Yeah. And it'll be um, in the cold tub. Well, I mean, that's your up to you. <laughs> Maybe we should do like a facial hair um, video, Chandler. I'm trying to get you on board. Are you going to do Mustache March this year? That was yeah? A- that was a shrug no yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you already got a little something going. You can color it. Why don't you color it black? Paint it black. Yeah, like, I won't mind the color of JC. Okay, well, just for Mine's men. like too blonde. Yeah. Well, b- A lot of guys dye it. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Put some color on and I'll, I'll do it. All right. We'll get you colored up, ready to go. And you got the opposite. No mustache, but you got the goatee thing. Yeah. Or what do you call that? The chin beard. I don't know, man. <laughs> what is that thing? It's just, it's wild. Yeah. It's out there. Uh, yeah, I'll probably just go start going stash. Yeah. I did my last well, The cool thing yesterday. about you, Cliff, is that literally you grow in a day. Like, never seen anybody grow facial hair quicker than this guy. Hopefully by next week, I'll have at least a little stubble going. So, like Clip will come in on a Monday and be like clean shaven. Like his wife will have him doing something over the mm-hmm. weekend with the family. He's got to be having like a neat appearance too. I'm like, oh man, who's the new guy joking around? Because you know he's clean shaven, looks all brand new and clean. And like by Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> looks like he's a grizz- grizzly man. Glad. Like, uh, how does this happen? So glad to have a hairy brethren here with me, <laughs> Jacob Jenkins Coward. Like Sasquatch growing that thing. Oh man, <laughs> Jacob, good stuff. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. Congratulations. Thank Keep it all. going. Keep up the good, good work. Luck. Yes. And uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Perfect. All right. Uh, Pirates and Blue Devils going at it on Tuesday and then at home this weekend for the Keith LeClaire Classic. We'll take a timeout, come back, recap more of the awesome weekend that was. Man, what a crowd in Minji's on Saturday night. Troy D hanging out with celebrities again. It's fun. I had a we'll, good time. We'll get a I've been Stan- on a roll with that. We'll get a Stanford Steve recap. Yeah. And uh, have more for you when we return. Pirate Radio Live. Don't forget, coming up, more of the Delcor Players Lounge. Lane Hoover joining us in hour number two. Josh Moylan in hour number three. A lot more to go. Back with you after this.
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home, or you can save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Mustache March. A couple days away. Uh, Craig says, come on, Chandler. Connect the stash to the Chan strap. Be a good look for you. Think about it. Uh, Troy D. Clip Rock here in the Pirate Radio studios. Intern Alexis hanging out. Putting in the work today. Hello. Uh, Shirley, Chan Man here as well on a beautiful Monday, Troy Dick. It is, especially for uh, late February here. Absolutely. Yes. Fantastic. Uh, Johnny says, anyone else notice Stanford Steve and Nate Clark, our basketball trainer, could be twins? They yes. could have swapped ESPN and ECU pullovers, and no one would have known the difference. Uh, actually, I noticed that, yeah. and I said it. Actually, so when uh, we brought Stanford Steve to the game, we came down and we actually said, "Let's cut watch the team run out on the court." You know, because we were kind of joking how unique. Like at most places, the team doesn't it, interact with fans as they enter and leave the court. You know, there's a tunnel and you never get that close to the team. ECU, it's unique. It's kind of like a NASCAR experience. You get to be up close to the players and coaches. They got to run through the hallway, so we wanted them to experience everything. So we went there, and um, Nate came down. And I said, see him? I said, he's our trainer. I said, I like to call him Little Stanford Steve. Yeah. And he got a big kick out of it. I said, you got, I said, I almost wanted to get a picture of them together, but Nate was kind of in his game day mode. And even though he's not a coach or player, he had his game face on. I didn't want to bother him. <clears throat> but yes, they look identical. Nate is only shorter. That's really the only difference. But they do look very, very similar and I mentioned that to Steve, and he even giggled about it. Stanford Steve on uh, the Sports Center featuring SVP. I listened to uh, his gambling podcast. He is a sports guy, gambling guy through and through, and was awesome to have him here. We got the SVP Scott Van Pelt video inside of Minji's yeah. and on the television broadcast uh, leading up to the Stanford Steve half court shot, uh, multiple shots, which were. Well, I'll, I'll say it, Troy. Awful. Disappointing. Yeah. I expected more. He uh, he practiced, and he said he made some in practice. Um, but Practice. Yeah. We're talking about practice. He did hit the backboard, and um, the other one was, I believe, an air ball. But, man, so. if he would have nailed it oh, after the buildup by ha- Scott Van Pelt. House would have come down. Yeah. Mayor yeah. of Greenville. Might have been the loudest moment <laughs> the whole game. And then I saw him, uh, I saw Alan Thomas go over there and say, you'll never be the mayor of Greenville. <laughs> He did go over there shortly after that. I don't know if that was connected or not. But. Yeah. He's a cool cat, man. He's a cool cat, man. Ironically, you know who is a uh, Section 213-er, Troy? Who's that? Another former mayor of Greenville. Is oh. it uh, Dunn? Uh, oh, Pat Dunn? Pat Dunn. Pat Dunn goes to basketball? <laughs> yes. No 213. You don't say. Yes. So uh, there are wow. a lot of mayors in the house. Yeah. P.J. Collins would have been there. Goes there a lot. Yeah. yeah. Might so, have been three mayors deep in this A place. long lineage and, of mayors. And a fourth if he hit that shot. Yeah. So, uh... Well, I bet you, uh, the other mayor, what's his name? Oh, man, I just went blank. He was a C... He's a C... used to be a CPA. He still is a CPA. I can't believe I just went blank on his name. I wonder if there's a list I can find. Um, on, uh... He, uh... 
Golly, worked at Dixon Hughes. Um, Don Parrott, that's it. Don Parrott. He was probably, he's a big Pirate fan. I bet he might have been at the game. All right. Yeah. Mayor, uh, yeah, a long list of mayors here. Pat Dunn, A.T., uh, Candy Smith. There you go. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. You don't see Don's name on there? Uh, Don was like a two-time Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don Parrott. Yeah, okay. Don Parrott was a uh, three-timer, Troy Three D. times, yeah. Three times the charm. Yep. For da- for Dandy Don Parrott. Yeah. All right, uh, so what was the... Uh, the celebrity hangout like this weekend so first of all um you know brad sub dogs is great with the hospitality so we started a dinner with him there before the game and one of the benefits of it being an eight o'clock game we weren't rushed so we could enjoy the sub dogs experience for him and it was funny because like the girls that work at sub dogs are in college in east carolina and they'd come up to me and like oh my gosh my dad loves you So he gets that a lot. Yeah, you know, it's uh, his demo is kind of guys like I don't us, know who you, you know? are, but my dad tells me yeah. this is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, so I I saw probably ninety five to ninety nine percent of the people that wanted a picture with him were dudes like us. You yeah, know? and there was uh, they gamble, maybe, they watch Sports Center. Yeah, so but I gotta be honest, man, great guy, just down to earth, fun to hang out with, kind of like hanging out with you, probably at AJ's, just a good regular normal guy. I'm glad to, to hear talk that. Sports and drink and beer and have fun and you know wasn't too crazy, but wasn't a jackass and just almost like a regular person. He just happens to be on national TV. That's how you know? he comes off. So I'm glad to hear that. That's uh, how he is. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I enjoyed being able to hang out with him. We uh, went out after the game for a while, too, kind of made sure he got a flavor of Greenville and uh, gave him good hospitality. The folks in East Carolina were great, gave him a big tour of all the facilities. He told he told me that he was blown away at how nice the facilities were because I think people's perception is different than the reality, especially when you've never been here. And uh, he just said he, he was amazed with the, all the facilities ECU has. Uh, at halftime, we went to a little private VIP thing. Coach Houston was there, had a chance to talk to him. Um, I, we brought, um, ended up that night. Uh, you know, he, his first, people act, what's his tie-in with ECU? He really has none. He met Holton Aylers when Holton was a freshman, loved Holton's story, and kind of became an ECU fan through Holton. We've played the so, clips on from his podcast. They talk about ECU a lot. Yeah. Their game, so Holton Aylers. I had Mason come over that night. I said, look, he ain't going to be in Greenville very often. This you could, You're going to be, hopefully, the next Holton Aylers. Let's connect you so you can have a relationship here and he can start talking about you and continue East Carolina because it's great publicity for yeah. us. You know, it's great that they're pumping up ECU. So uh, we connected Mason and him, which was cool uh, for the first time to try and keep that going. Yeah. Uh, so. And him and Scott Van Pelt do have uh, Van Pelt's a Maryland is, <laughs> guy. Steve's a Stanford guy, but they love the Pirates. Yeah, this was after the game. I messaged, the, I shouldn't share this, but I will. Uh, those are always the best stories, the one you probably shouldn't share. Don't you think? Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't set it up that way. You should just say it. And maybe well, it's see, not a Well, see, now people deal. are listening. If you're getting ready to get out of your car, do something. Well, I want to hear the story. All right. It's a great setup, actually, Cliff. No, I, I messaged Mason. I said, I need you to come over and meet us. We had, at that time, we were at Subdogs. I want you to meet Stanford Steve while he's in town. He's like, oh, man, I got my comfy clothes on. I'm ready to go to bed. This was after the basketball. I'm like, quit acting like you're an 80-year-old. And pretend you're in college and get your butt down here to meet Stanford Steve. This is a once in a lifetime deal. He's not going to be in Greenville again. Yeah, you're I'm right. Like, you probably shouldn't share this. 
You're peer pressuring our student athletes to going out. So, You're right. No, no, no. Not to drink. It was just to meet. I wanted him to meet him in person and have a chance to talk to him. So I I peer pressured Mason Garcia. Jeez, he came down. We got him. He did have a, a, a burger and fries. And. Um, Hey, old man, get out of bed. And he met, and he said, you know what? Thank you. I'm glad I did this. I'm glad you made me get out of bed because it was totally worth it. That's like my Aaron Jones story. From uh, and I was like, I don't want to go out. And Ariel Epstein was in town. And she was like, just come out. I hadn't seen you. You know, just come yeah. hang out. Yeah. Hang out. And uh, Packers running back Aaron Jones is there. And yeah. I was like, wow, I'm glad I decided to come. Yeah. You yeah. never know who you'll see, who you'll run into. Yeah. So there you go. So it was a lot of fun. Um I did. He was on last night on SportsCenter with Scott Van. I, I DVR'd it, but I fell asleep, so I got to go back and watch and see what they said. And yeah. I don't know if they're on again tonight or not. But, sure, they'll uh, mention it at some point. The, uh, if they haven't. Yeah, so uh, I'm sure he probably did did last night. Kenny says, uh, "What a two weeks." He's at the country music uh, wedding, and then Stanford Steve. Who could be next? Well, on the docket tomorrow, ECU baseball is playing Duke. Any plans to get together with your buddy, Mike Krzyzewski? Uh, I don't know if Coach K is uh, – he might be in Amarillo right now. There's no guarantee he's in Durham. I'll have to uh, reach out and see where he's at. I haven't connected with Coach K in a while. Who would you reach out to to find – what is the uh, connecting dots to Coach K? Uh, Mrs. K. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Mickey. Mickey. Yeah, I'd talk to Mickey and find <laughs> out. Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, it's been a, yeah, it's been a good uh, couple weekend run here. So, yeah, a lot of uh, – country music guys and then uh stanford steve was fun so you know me I've, I've touched a lot of celebrities clip the list keeps getting longer and longer i've heard of the summer of troy d but you're having one hell of a winter i know the winter of troy d this, is, this year started out strong man big big uh start yeah who knows what could happen this summer i did reach out to my friend that's having the party at atlantic beach who is connected to lane, lane. kiffin and i messaged him during the last show yeah. and he said lane is still on the list but he has not confirmed yet that he'll be able to be there or not but it's still pending please keep me updated i will uh the other night when you put uh pirate radio put out pirate radio's troy dreyfus sitting courtside with sup dogs brett oliverio and stanford steve and a great picture thank you but i said who cares i want to know more about this guy <laughs> he was very interesting looking guy behind you guys. uh yeah i thought he was at first i was like well he must be a rich season ticket holder perhaps he was actually the uh waiter that they have oh the cool. side okay. seats so which is pretty cool you can uh on those seats they they do give you like if you want a soft drink they'll provide it to you or the opportunity to buy an ice cold adult beverage which we did uh, so that was kind of cool, sitting there drinking an ice-cold beer with your feet on the floor at Minji's, watching the number one team in the country. Uh, Man, I'd love to experience so that one. It was, it was great clip. Uh, so he was our uh, very attentive waiter. He's got two rings on the left hand, one bracelet, two bracelets, and at least two rings on the right hand. Just a lot of accessories going on. Well, everybody's got a different style clip. Very interesting looking glasses. Yeah. He's wearing a, a French uh, beret. Is <laughs> how that? I mean, yeah. it looks like a. Uh, he looks like he's from France. Uh, it's between a yarmulke and a <laughs> toboggan. It's a, just a, a unique look yeah. for Menji's Coliseum. Yeah, I did notice him, and then he, and then he started taking our order. I was like, oh, okay. He was very cool. Yeah, very nice guy. I want to. So, I want to talk to that guy. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. All right, uh, and we got a big basketball game. What well, last home game of the year? Usually, you ask me the big question. You, you always love to put me on the spot about it. I guess this basketball. means you're going Wednesday well, night. Well, you don't even ask me. 
Are you going Wednesday night? You're damn right I'm going, Clip. I am com- I am not giving you a maybe. I'm giving you a yes, I will be there. Okay. I am not missing the last home basketball game of the year. I am committed, and I am in. And I've got basketball fever. What time is that one start? 9 p.m. If I have to take a nap, so be it. Nine, you're in for 9. I'm in for 9 p.m. Wow. If I'm in, so should everyone. In our digital meeting this morning, I mean, we had brought up, right, we got basketball. What's the catch here? We, we got, I said, we, we got basketball availability tomorrow. We got baseball tomorrow. We got basketball Wednesday night. Troy said, he said, I'm going to be there. Just what? out of the village. So who he are said, you going with? Well, I mean, I'll probably be going with some people, but don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it. Are you going to be sitting courtside? I don't, well, I don't know about that. I don't. I'm, I'm, I can't say I'm going to be. Don't worry about it. I let you make a I, huge deal about it, and I ask one question, and you're like, "Don't worry about it." I wasn't worried until you brought up this topic. The you girl, brought this up. The girl I'm dating wants to go to the game. Okay, I knew it had to be something. Yeah, yeah. So we're going. You know what's crazy, Troy? You might be there, and I might not be there. Oh my god! I might Clint. tap out. What? I got trivia at AJ. It's the last game of the year here. I, in you don't have to tell me. I've been all year. I've, I've, don't worry about me. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But I don't know. You might attend a game. So I'm putting others first. She wants to go, and I said, we'll make that happen. Uh, Kenny says, Troy will be home by 945. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question about the The, halftime show. The bigger question is, how long do you stay? But I will be there at 9 o'clock. Late tip-off, folks. That is a late tip-off. And it is on what? ESPN something, right? I believe. That's why it's, That's so, why late. it's so late. Yes. Yeah, probably yeah, it is, you. It, uh, I believe so. Corey Glor will be in the house. Tulane coming to town. Should be a good game. They're oh, a good team. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right, Troy. Enjoyed it. Clip, good seeing you. You too, bud. Don't know when I'll see you again, but it'll be soon, sometime down the road. We'll, we'll see yeah, you. We'll see you soon. We'll be seeing you. Yeah. Maybe uh, late night Wednesday night in Minji. Could be. All right, we'll see. I'm available we'll see. For, <laughs> I'm available for a pregame report if you need me. Yeah, well, I might be asleep by that time. <laughs> Uh, Lane Hoover is on deck. He will be joining us when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Players Lounge Monday presented by Delcor. A lot more to go after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor Program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Brown. All right, back with you here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live, Delcor Players Lounge, Monday edition of the show. Clip Brock and uh, Lane Hoover hanging out in the Pirate Radio studios. Pirate outfielder joining us. Lane, congrats on a great weekend. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. I'm doing good. It's always uh, 
feeling good after a win yeah and how about two of them against north carolina it's got to feel real good we will uh recap those uh in just a moment you can join us and if you got a question for lane you can get it in on youtube and on facebook live we'll be answering those questions but lane one at home one on the road you win them both same score kind of the same fashion late rallies for you guys so uh the never say die attitude uh, really showed its head this weekend yeah i mean that's not you know how we draw it up um you always like to be the aggressor but you know wins a win and if it results in coming back then you know we'll take it when those rallies start going and and it was amac who got it going with the walk um at home the other night Mm -hmm. and then you know do you start to feel that like the energy uh jacob talked about just the energy in the stadium was picking up when they brought in a reliever and it, it just snowballs right like what's that feeling like for you guys yeah all it, all it really takes is one one walk or one hit or hit by pitch or anything and you know that, that that'll get the crowd going so um yeah it feels good to really get the crowd in it classic lane hoover friday night ball never leaves the infield you end up on first runner scores i mean that's like the story of your life i mean it just happens so many times and then uh, i guess more classic lane hoover the double down the line on uh sunday so two big moments in those uh rallies lane and you came up big both times yeah i mean it felt good um and you know just to do anything for my team to, you know my job is to get on base and if i can just you know work the count and do what do whatever it takes to um get the job done do you feel uh i added pressure uh, in those moments, does does an at bat in the bottom of the eighth feel any different than the you know bottom of the first inning to you? No, I don't think so because you know I, I do do a lot of mental game and I have been here <laughs> five years, so um, <laughs> you know it's just it's just uh, you got to treat it like uh, any other at bat because you want to take every at bat like it's um, you know lose or win. So you you maybe felt it earlier in your career, but now just not a big deal to you no matter the situation yeah i'd say so yeah, yeah. how about the uh the opposing crowd on sunday <laughs> what was that like for you out there yeah i i uh especially on the first base side you'd you'd uh, run by and they would just you know chirp me about how short i am <laughs> and uh i like it it's actually it's actually pretty funny it gets me going but um i just i, I come back with yeah i've never heard that one before right uh, but um now nah, I, I i go along with it and you know i, I don't i'm not really too upset about it because like i said i've heard before and you know it's just it's just a good time can you uh tell us any of the jokes they were using or what do they say uh, out there? i can't remember some of them you know you don't want to repeat gotcha but, um yeah it's just it's just it's just mainly uh uh you know sh- you know short short guy jokes <laughs> i saw you laughing on camera after you caught a ball uh two outs in one of the innings and i guess somebody was chirping i mean they just non-stop chirping yeah no the, guy, the guys actually in left field behind me they were pretty cool they were like hey who we're, we're with you all game here so i was like yeah let, let's do it i'm ready <laughs> to have a good time and uh the pirates are having a good time right now winning ball games five and one now uh after the two game series win is it a win or a sweep maybe you'll play these guys later we'll see so we'll call it a win for now and not a sweep uh but man to to go out there and get those wins coming off a a campbell loss that that was uh big for you guys yeah um you know you always want to campbell's a really good team and you always want to um get that midweek win but um you know it happens and you know i think Campbell deserved to win that night. I think they really just played better than us, and um, um, 
like for me and I think for a lot of guys on the team, we got like a 24-hour rule, you know. But in baseball, it's a little bit shorter than that. You know, I'll I'll think about all the stuff that's happened on the bus ride and before I go to sleep that night. And then the next morning when I wake up, I'm like, I'll just let it go. You know, it's a new day and new day to get better. Uh, how good was Max Carlson? You faced a lot of uh, aces during your time lane, been in some big moments. And uh, he was pretty much as advertised the other night, seven innings, two hits, no runs, nine strikeouts. So, you know, how good was uh, the Tar Heel starter the other night? Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a really solid Friday night arm. And, um, you know, he got to us before we get to really get to him. And, um, no, nah, I mean, he was, you know, throwing it wherever he really wanted. And, um, you know, our goal was to get to the fastball, and we weren't able to. But um, once we got in the pen, it, we got going. Yeah, and I said this to Jacob. I'll, I'll mention it to Josh, too. Your goal is to get to the opposing team's bullpen. If you're the opposing team, that's probably the goal, but that's a dangerous game you play when you're taking on ECU because your bull, the bullpen has been phenomenal for the Pirates so far this year. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, a really a really big guy, um, Tyler Brott, really, he, he can he can really chuck the baseball. And, <laughs> um, you know, he just throws hard, and you got you got other guys in there. Um, um, Eric Ritchie, man, he's a good lefty to come in for, you know, lefty-lefty situations, and there's many guys, obviously, Sailor. Um, so, yeah, we got a really solid bullpen, and I'm looking forward to seeing that the rest of the season. Uh, Lane Hoover joining us. And how about a Friday starter, Carter Spivey? Well, one thing you guys do is accept your role no matter what. The, the old team before me and all that. And Carter Spivey, uh, I know he hated not being able to start on Friday, but he's able to come in uh, on the back end and get that final out. That's just cool to see. We've seen Sailor have multiple roles on this team of course last year you think about agnos and giles and those guys but mm-hmm. no matter when your number's called your name's called uh people are ready to step up that was spivey yesterday that was root uh the young kid late on friday night oh yeah i mean it's good to put um younger guys in those situations and you know spivey coming in with i believe nobody out on sunday two and, on yeah, yeah two on nobody out and getting through that man that's just it's just a big momentum swing and you know after you got that um bump pop up you know you could feel it yeah feel it coming on our side again and and i i knew he'd pull through because he has many times before lane hoover joining us you got a question for lane you can chime in on facebook live youtube or twitter and we will pass those along we'll talk more with the pirate outfielder when we return on pirate radio live got more to go got aaron fit coming up later on this hour from d1 baseball josh moylan in hour number three so a lot more to go on a delcor players lounge edition of pirate radio live back after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the uh, current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. 
If you have real estate questions, Scott has the answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. All right, we got, uh, let's see, Damon says, tell Lane I'm so proud of him from recovering from the on-the-field accident. It scared the crap out of me. So don't scare Damon anymore, Lane. Yeah, I'll try not to, but I appreciate that. Thank you. What exactly was that injury Um, on the collision, I guess he's talking? Well, you've had multiple. You say when? Uh, But what was the Um, uh, collision with Norby? What was that injury for you? It was, um, it like, his knee went right into my face i think in uh medical terms that's called a knee to the face yeah i really don't know what it would be called um but it, i a think a very uh, painful injury i think it'd be two years tomorrow i think is when my the accident happened actually oh wow yeah unhappy anniversary uh for lane hoover yeah uh bobby says lane so proud of you and all the guys you guys not only win on the field but also in the classroom uh, and no doubt we see the exploits from uh, from what you guys do in the classroom as well. Take a lot of pride. Part of that is like everything's a competition with you guys, right? So if yeah. if you know Jacob's making an A, you want to make an A plus, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> yep we 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 take our academics seriously around here, and you know part of that's Coach Godwin, but it's the players he recruits too as well. Uh, Johnny is our stats guy, and a lot of them are weird stats. It says Lane leads the Pirates. I think you missed some punctuation and maybe some words here, Johnny. Uh, maybe Lane is batted in every inning except the second. The Pirates have not scored a run in the second inning yet. So there you go. Yeah. Odd stat there. Yeah, it is. He brought up earlier that ECU is 5-0 and when you guys commit an error and 0-1 and when you don't commit an error. Oh, really? Yes. There you go. So we were thanking Jacob earlier for dropping that fly ball in the ninth inning the other night yeah, let's to just secure co- the win. Let's just commit more errors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Cliff wants to hear that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, just an odd stat there. Baseball has several uh, odd does. stats. Uh, we've got – oh, no, we got a short joke. This one coming from Denny Hoover. Um, Ask him if he's tall enough to ride a ride at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah barely it was so sad when they went on vacation lane had to watch his uh parents on the rides because yeah. uh he couldn't get on yeah stop yeah. disrespecting me bro i met your uh parents i gotta say they didn't look like the tallest people i've ever met in my life no my, my, my mom's pretty short yeah. <laughs> nice family i uh was leaving clark mcclair and i heard clippo the hippo oh boy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad had a peace offering for you calling me an elephant on the air last time we met yeah. a uh, a nice dry pond baseball club at dry pond this was your showcase team correct denver north carolina established 2012 sweet hat so i'll be rocking that lane and thank you uh mr hoover as well i said the other day i wanted a hoover hug i saw by the way man short guy yeah but you can jump you got some athleticism you've got some hops dude yeah yeah a little bit i guess you could say you did multiple uh jungle leaps the other night one right after the game and then i think they called you back for another one right yeah yeah they did yep and you can get up a lot of guys like they go in there kind of cautiously you just like yeah. leap in there yeah i trust that they'll catch me yeah i'm worried about like the chest or like your head hitting <laughs> something but you you yeah. throw caution to the wind it, it's really all that adrenaline running i think how much taller you think you'd have to be for you uh to be able to dunk well i can touch rim yeah um, i mean that that shows the athleticism right there i can probably dunk a little tennis ball but 
Uh, I'd give it an inch or two, I think. You think you could dunk a tennis ball? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How about a softball? Nah. <laughs> tennis ball is the biggest we can go. Yeah, yeah. Golf sure. ball, yeah. Ping pong ball, yeah. Racket ball, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. How about a baseball? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Lane dunking a baseball. That's something I want to see. Let's do it in the off season. Yeah. We don't want another injury. This is interesting from William. Uh, I don't know how this happens. He says, whenever Lane Hoover leaves a room, I hear Foo Fighters, my hero, starts to play out of nowhere. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. It is. You have that effect on people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there you go. If you have a question or a weird comment like that, please uh, feel free to get it in. Lane, uh, another midweek game uh, coming up, another in-state opponent coming up, Duke. Uh, on the road, you'll be playing in the uh, Durham Bulls Park. And uh, Jacob said he liked playing in that ballpark. How about you uh, being able to play in a, a minor league park, a very nice minor league park? Oh, yeah, it's very cool. And um, when you get to go face a good um, good quality ACC school team in the middle of the week, um, it's, it's really good for us, and um, we'll be ready to go tomorrow. Yeah, uh, you guys have to take every game as if they are equal, no matter who the opponent is. Does it – feel any different to beat a north carolina compared to a george washington um yeah i like i like beating in-state teams yeah you know because it's 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 kind of it's a it's a rivalry um but yeah i, I would say so and they're all yeah. so good i mean across the board yeah i mean it, you look around all the scores you know from the first six games this season there's a, been a lot of upsets over the um over the season already Okay, I've been instructed by Landon to tell Lane that Oakley is watching. <laughs> hey, Oakley, that's my that's my little dog. Yeah, yeah. So, Minnie Dotson. That's okay. funny. Yeah, yeah. We got a dog. Uh, you got fans of all. You know, humans, uh, canines. Yeah. How about that, Lane? Yeah. Uh, Lane, you're so nobody does it like you, Lane. In fact, they made a commercial for you in the uh, '80s and '90s. Did you know that? It's crazy. Surely, do we have no, some I of didn't that? Know that. Yeah. Does it like you? Hoover, nobody does it like you. Isn't that crazy? Uh, I guess. Uh, that might be for the vacuums. By the way, oh yeah, I have a joke, Lane. Would you like to hear it? I always like hearing jokes. What do you and uh, vacuum cleaners have in common? <laughs> it's, I don't know. You, you, you both suck. <laughs> you. Oakley, I'm sorry you had to see that. That's funny. Hi-oh! I should have told Oakley to turn run in the other room, Oakley. Go chase a, chase a ball. Yeah, she's only nine months old. So. I apologize uh, for that, for Oakley. That's, but, that, uh, that's a good one, though. Yeah, I like that you. one. Hey, uh, opposing fans, feel free to use that one online. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, are you uh, you part of the Hoover uh, vacuum dynasty? Like, are you uh, rich off that vacuum money? I wish. <laughs> that's not your family? We did used to have a Hoover, Hoover vacuum. Yeah. So, but... Um, Nah, that's pretty cool. Hoover, nobody does it like you. Yeah, I like that. That's one of my go-tos when you do something good uh, <laughs> on the baseball field, which is quite often. Hoover, uh, nobody does it like you. I'm going to hear that in my sleep tonight. Can we get that as a walk-up song from now on? Uh, how'd that uh, shot down the line feel, Lane, uh, during that rally? Yeah, it felt pretty good. Um, you know, we had that little uh, visit with a uh, you know coach g before um i came up to bat and he told me he hit it right back at the middle and i hit it down left field line but um <laughs> just missed yeah no nah, yeah it um 
it was it was good to get that going and um it, it was really a good momentum swing that left field line was good to y'all this weekend because Barini had one Friday night that he dumped down there. Yeah. Uh, Jacob had one after you yesterday, right? Yep. That he, he put over there. Yep. So uh, the left field line was working uh, for the Pirates against the Tar Heels, and uh, yeah, that, that's right. You had that. Uh, so when you have those meetings, I remember you saying that uh, they showed on on television where you're getting together. Um, Cliff's giving you instructions on. Which is, I mean, it shows how good of a contact hitter you are where he can instruct you on where to put it. Hey, Lane, put this one here. And usually you can do it, right? Yeah, usually. Um, and part of those meetings right there is, um, you know, I don't want to give a lot away, but, you know, it's JC told me, was really just told me what, what he saw. Right. You know, and he was commun- community, communicating that to me. And even when, so when guys get out, let's say Jenkins Coward flies out, he will say like three words as he passes you in the box. It's yep. one of those things like, watch out for this or whatever. Yeah, and that's really all you need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Get you ready for the AB. Yep. Uh, let's see. William. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is true. Uh, he says, when Lane is being checked by a pitcher at first, he is the quickest I've ever seen to resume his lead. I noticed that too. Yeah, well, <laughs> Yas Queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what? You gotta is, be, but like, you gotta be careful because, like, you do. You pop right back. Are up. you? Hold on. Are you telling Lane to how to base run right now? No, I just want to make sure I'm hearing this right. No, 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 no. no. Okay, all right. But like, it is. It's an art though because you like you slide back in, and it, as soon as you're turning around and getting up at the same time, you already have your lead back. Yeah. Like, it, two seconds he's a pest i do make sure to you know he throws it back to the pitcher but um part of that is you know you want to kind of speed the pitcher up and make him really think about you over there at first and maybe he leaves one hanging you know um for the guy at the box in the box yeah i mean speaking of speeding up uh the game has sped up lane with the pitch clock and everything has that affected you at all as a hitter this year no no not yet um i got i got pretty quick routine but it, it seems like um these MLB games already in the uh, spring training as uh there's been a lot of calls already and I've already seen it in college baseball too. See the Braves get screwed on it. I saw that and would they have bases loaded down yeah. one? If that happens during the regular season, the people are gonna lose their minds. Yeah. Snicker even said after the game, like, I don't think this is what the rule was intended for. But I'm interested to see because they have clocks going behind the batter's uh behind the batter and then jacob says there's like one on the scoreboard or two i guess so yeah, yeah. everybody can see it but i've found myself now like watching that like is he gonna get this pitch off like yeah. it's kind of it's almost changed the game yeah. and then uh next year i understand you guys are gonna college baseball will have to have a clock present at all times too yeah so. yeah i mean our job is to just adjust to um you know what the what the game gives you uh lane hoover joining us uh what's the better baseball movie asking conan bull durham or major league oh man them are both classics major league is not only my favorite baseball movie maybe my all-time favorite movie it's up there with with jurassic park i love major league and it's funny too it's hilarious great cast great story everything jake taylor one of my idols catcher for the uh cleveland indians in a fictional movie um what uh album if you could only listen to one album the rest of your life what album would it be lane oh man i like country i think a lot of people know that but um i'll make it easier for you jacob said he would go with tim mcgraw's greatest hitch which is kind of cheating 
but i'll allow it if you could choose one artist uh greatest hits who would it be um george Strait. okay yep so a bit of a classic country yep. guy yep and I, i'm a big morgan Wallen fan too now so all right. i can listen to him all day too <laughs> uh let's see uh steve asked a couple what is the most used app on your phone lane <laughs> um probably twitter okay yeah yeah uh if oh that was the other one let's see um oh yeah colby said did you pick up any artisanal cheeses in chapel hill <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't what is your uh, favorite cheese lane um i like provolone provolone okay yeah. Uh, ironically colby's name is a cheese colby jack think, ah. think about that everybody ponder on that for a moment i like it uh chad says do you use baseball movie quotes while playing i do not but. <laughs> all right good question yeah. uh let's see were there any other questions for the guys but chad did say i've always wondered why there's no basketball players in the players lounge i do want to talk to david k uh after his uh career's over chandler i want to get him on great young man mm-hmm. great like great talker too yeah like, he'll sit down and do it and you know you you know david yeah i'm friends with uh david he's a- i've interacted with him after games before he's just so like appreciative and and he's just an awesome dude yeah i'd love to uh he's got a story too so mm-hmm. uh I, I would love to talk to him and rj and all the guys but chad you always have wondered this that's what you wonder about not like what's beyond like what's out there in the universe or what is on the bottom of the deepest darkest parts of the ocean that's what you choose to wonder about i think you need to get your priorities straight but that's just me uh what are you uh lane what are you more afraid of uh deep space or uh the deepest darkest oceans what terrifies you more in the middle of the night part of the ocean oh yeah 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 i wonder what's down there man yep like there's their own yeah. societies down there man yeah we'll probably never know really we will we won't yeah. we'll never find out and chandler that is what keeps me up at night chandler what are your biggest fears man dying alone yes <laughs> really? um, hey as long as i'm around you'll never die alone buddy hey, amen i love you brother but i'm gonna die away before you then you're gonna die alone um i don't know i used to be afraid of roller coasters well, Lane's not because he, he's not tall enough to ride him. <laughs> I actually like heights. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you don't you don't have a problem with flying? No, I actually fall asleep every time we get on the plane. I think literally every um, flight we've had to go somewhere, I fell asleep. Man, I bet people out there are jealous of you. They wish they could fall asleep on a plane, but it's no problem for you. Yeah, interesting. Um, you guess. said you used to be afraid of roller coasters. Have uh, you conquered that fear? Um i'm still not a fan i love roller coasters i think i might be too like i'm worried my heart couldn't take it anymore yeah but uh i used to love roller coasters um i think i've talked about this before and of course this is not a problem now but when i was younger i used to be scared of balloons (laughs) (laughs) just like because they would pop or watching them fly away because i i think i no wait what look listen listen (laughs) i am so like as a kid i remember i was traumatized because 
I had a balloon and I was like, I think I got it from like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And I let go of the balloon on accident uh, and like watching that balloon, like, mm-hmm. and there was nothing you could do about it. Yeah. And as you just, you just sat there and watched it go and go and go and get smaller and smaller. I mean, I cried like, well, I was a baby, but like I, I cried and I was like, ever since that, I like, I didn't want anything to do with a balloon. That's my Because I was afraid that I was going to lose another one. It's kind of scary too. Like how how high does where does it go? Like it's, where does it go? It still could be going. Yeah, Chandler's balloon. But that, like that was my balloon that I had right. just got. Yeah, I see. And now it's up there with all. Imagine the other watching balloons. something you love fly away, and there's nothing you can do about it. Man, that's mm-hmm. tough. Yeah, that's my second favorite Chandler crying story. The other was the one uh, with the Randy Orton thing. <laughs> what was that were you my mom turned 40 and i'd like so he's like how old were you god uh so i was like eight or nine okay eight. all right because i yeah so like i was eight and you um my mom like we all it was a surprise party for my mom and i had already like had this planned out i was like i'm gonna go in there and i'm just gonna hit the randy Orton <laughs> like this crowd's gonna love it yeah everybody's gonna go nuts and like everybody's gonna go like a crowd i was expecting like a crowd pop like you would see in wwe yeah well i go in there like all right here i go and i did it and people were kind of like were laughing but they were laughing with me because they thought i was trying to be funny and they're like oh my god (laughs) and they were like look how cute that is and i was like that's not what i wanted (laughs) and i like and i like cried you started crying i got so upset Wow. It's like, where's the crowd pop that I was like, that had played in my head? Mike P says, did the spy balloon story trigger some PTSD for you, Chandler? Kind of. You know, when you mentioned that, I had a fear of like hot air balloons as a kid. I think I saw like on TV shows I would watch, I want to say Lassie maybe or something. But anyway, with, I was going to say, with the balloon, you must not watch the movie It. I, I was thinking about that too. Yeah. Clowns and a balloon? Yeah. But, like, these uh, hot air balloons are tied down, right? But the, the, somehow the ropes would always come, you know, untied, and they just go floating off. I was like, man, I'm never, ever getting in one of those baskets, man. Yeah. Count me out. Lane, great having you. Yeah, man, it's good to be, it's good to be here. <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoyed Did it. Did we talk any baseball? Talked a little bit. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, a little bit of baseball. It was a good time. All right. Yeah, always have fun. Big week ahead, and uh, – We'll, we'll wrap it up on a, a serious baseball note. Keith LeClaire Classic coming up. Really cool to hear Jacob say that when you first come into the program, Cliff Godwin, uh, make sure you know how important the number 23 is, Keith LeClaire is, uh, you read, coaching third, all that. So it's a big part of this program. You've been a while, around a while. You know how special these weekends are, and i uh, got another big one coming up. Yeah, looking forward to it. I can't wait. Lane, uh, thanks for hanging out with us, buddy. Yep, we pre- I appreciate it. Thank All right. You. Well, uh, <laughs> Brad just tweeted in, look what I just saw off Memorial Drive. Yeah, I can't even look at the picture. Be careful showing Chandler. It is a balloon. I, I believe it's it. tied down. Okay. That's fine. All right. As long as, but say someone went, like, went over there and cut that thing. Oh, my goodness. Oh. You would lose it. Man. All right. Lane's dying to get out of here, so we're going to let him go. <laughs> we'll take a timeout come back. When we return, Aaron Fitt. Saw two Pirate Baseball victories this weekend, one in Greenville, one in Chapel Hill. We'll talk to Aaron when we return from D1 Baseball. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this.
listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects maintenance on facilities and large-scale residential renovations and additions david price construction the proud ecu home services partner call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com now let's head back in to prl here's clip all right that was a productive break not only did we feature some of our fine advertisers here on pirate radio that we'd love for you to get to know and enjoy but there could be another video coming out soon featuring Lane Hoover. And I got to say, he uh, he played his part perfect. He was a one-take wonder. So uh, if you missed the Carter Spivey video, or excuse me, the Garrett Saylor video that we have out, you can check that out on our social media sites. Garrett did an awesome job with that. And we're going to try to get all these guys involved. Uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward says he'd uh, be interested. Carter Spivey. I've got to ask Moylan. And who am I leaving out? Our other arm. Gross. I got to ask. Oh, yeah. Josh. Josh he's down for anything. He's uh, he's a cool dude. So uh, they're all in. Having fun with those guys inside the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll be talking to them all season long here on Pirate Radio about baseball and about uh, nonsense as well. Getting to know them as people. And they're all really good guys. Uh, Delcor can service you if you have an issue with your plumbing, heating, cooling needs. Tap into five decades worth of experience when you call the service professionals at Delcor, 321-8868. All right, uh, let's head out as uh, we continue on uh, talking Pirate Baseball. We'll have our ECU Baseball Recap brought to you by Farm Bureau, Brandon Manning, and uh, the crew at Farm Bureau Insurance. Have you covered 531-1812 to get a free quote, schedule a review, Brandon is always available. That is his cell phone number, 531-1812. Call Brandon Manning with Farm Bureau Insurance. The perfect time to get a review of your home, auto, or life insurance with a trusted and experienced agent. We'll talk some Pirate Baseball and recap the weekend with the guy who was at both games, Aaron Fitt from D1 Baseball, joining us now on the Pirate Radio Live line. Aaron, welcome back to Pirate Radio. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Still trying to catch my breath after this weekend. What what a, what a series. Yeah, two great games, two big innings uh, from the Pirates, two great starting performances by Tar Heel pitchers, but kind of the same script. It was the eighth inning at home uh, at Clark LeClaire Stadium on Friday. It was the top of the seventh uh, in Chapel Hill on Sunday where the Pirates uh, had the big inning. And uh, I guess the uh, – I don't know if it was the plan, Aaron, but the – the uh, the theme there was get to the Tar Heels bullpen and uh, and get a rally going and that worked for the Pirates twice uh, this weekend in the two wins. Yeah, it sure did, and it's just kind of a testament, I think, to the resilience of that East Carolina lineup. I mean, they're just uh, they're tough to they're tough to put away because you know part of it is you got some veteran players here that have a knack for delivering in these pressure pack situations. You know, the, the Lane Hoovers and the, the Jacob Starlings. Um, I mean, we saw that, I think, in both those games. Those guys were kind of in the middle of those of those rallies. And, you know, AMAC, it feels like that guy always is doing something, you know, either with the bat or with the glove um, at third base to, to kind of keep 
you know, keep things rolling for East Carolina. And it's just, you know, I, I think having those those guys as winning players with, with postseason experience, uh, I think that's a, that's a big piece of it. And, and just a well-coached, you know, disciplined team that never quits. And uh, we, we definitely saw that this weekend. Aaron Fitt, D1 Baseball, joining us. We'll break down some uh, individuals, Aaron. But how about overall the, the state of baseball uh, in North Carolina, the, the state of baseball at ECU specifically with the, the crowd at Clark LeClaire? And you mentioned the crowd at Boschmer Stadium on Sunday as well. To have those crowds in February, you, you spoke about that on social media. I mean, it, at, any, at one point it had to feel like you were in postseason baseball. I mean, it was incredible. It sure did. Really, I thought all weekend. You know, I mean, that's. Uh, uh, it felt like June. I mean, it really did, and it, it was. It was cool. Uh, I thought the crowd Friday night, you know, was insane. I mean, six thousand people in February, um, just packed jungle. The whole thing was just a spectacle, and you know that really added to the atmosphere. Um, it, when you're in an intense game, you know, in the late innings, and everything's kind of on the line, and just to, to do it on that stage, you know, with all those fans and just the energy in that place was was amazing, and it was kind of thought the same on Sunday in the ninth, you know, I mean, especially where you've got the added dynamic, it was kind of half Carolina fans and half ECU fans, and, you know, they're trying to drown each other out with their, their purple gold chairs versus their, their tar heels, you know, stuff going on, and they're kind of going back and forth, and uh, I will say that it felt like the ECU uh, purple gold chants generally were able to drown out the, the tar heels, but, um, you know, hey, the, these are these are some of the best baseball fans in the country over there in, in East Carolina, and and we saw that. That was it was an awesome atmosphere. Aaron Fid, D one baseball joining us. He saw East Carolina take two from North Carolina over the weekend. And Aaron, I don't think it was overlooked. A lot of folks were talking about it. You yourself were talking about it. Uh, we had the rally in game one, but the performance of Trey Savage and uh, he showed signs last year and he, he looks like he's taking a leap and is ready to to be even better in 2023. He kept East Carolina uh, in the game with his pitching performance as a starter on a Friday night. And I really look forward to seeing what he's got in store for the rest of this season. But I know you were impressed with him. Yeah, it definitely looked like a guy that has made the leap, you know, and we did think that was going to happen. We saw signs of it last year, you know, out of the bullpen. It was his real stuff. It just, you know, the walk rate was a little high. And he was going at you with two pitches instead of four. Uh, and so you never know how that transition is going to go when you're asking a guy to, you know, flesh out his arsenal and, you know, develop four pitches now and, and kind of pace himself over the course of six, seven innings. And I was so impressed with the fact that he held his velocity. Um, you know, it was 93-96 still there in the, you know, what, the sixth inning. Um, and, and but he located too. He's not, you know he's not just a just a thrower. He's really become a pitcher. Uh, obviously, developing that that splitter is a, is a serious weapon for him, especially against those uh, left-handed hitters. And you know he's got the breaking ball, and he's got that kind of cutter pitch for him as well. That I think he, he you know he can locate that in on lefties, or he can use it as a strikeout pitch against righties. I mean, it's it's a true four-pitch guy, and, and a guy that looks like he is. You know, he's become what they were hoping he would be, which is a real Friday night ace. Aaron, what did you think of Cliff Godwin's strategy to close these games out? We saw a couple of young guys in Tyler Bratt and Zach Root. Uh, we also saw a, a veteran come in, a Friday starter, Carter Spivey, who was unable to go on Friday but felt good enough to go in Sunday and get those final outs. So uh, a little taste of the old and the new uh, when it came to closing those games out this weekend. 
Yeah, and Root is is super exciting. What what a talent that guy is as, as a as a freshman lefty with the kind of stuff he's got. I think I saw him up to ninety six miles an hour on Friday, um, you know, and it's it's really good secondary stuff too. He's going to be a big star, uh, and and he'll gain a lot from that experience. Even though you know it wasn't really smooth sailing in the ninth inning on Friday, he he did you know escape it ultimately, uh, and uh, it, it's uh, you know it's a guy that's just going to be a big star and. You know, I think brought too. I mean, it's 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 really good stuff. I mean, ninety three, ninety six with a filthy, you know, hard power cutter, um, and I saw a change up too. Like that, that's they really really loaded the bullpen. I mean, you throw those guys in there with Richie and you know Lunsford, Shankman, and you know Lumpkin, that the low slot guy can give you a lot of different looks. We saw last year that that you know they like to mix and match a lot in the bullpen and. They can continue to do that as needed, um, but they also have some guys that they can, I think, just ride a little bit for a couple innings. And, and you saw Tyler Brock go, you know, two plus innings there um, on, on Sunday. I think they would have loved to just close it out with him and, and save Spivey, get him a little bit more rest. But uh, hey, when they needed it, you know, Spivey was there, and that gives you a lot of peace of mind to have have that guy at the back end. Aaron Fid joining us, East Carolina taking two from North Carolina, and they're back at it against another ACC school coming up on Tuesday as they will take on Duke. That one coming up at the Durham Bulls Athletic Park. Uh, Aaron, you going to be able to take in another ECU game coming up Tuesday? Possibly to be determined. I don't know if I can handle any more, uh, <laughs> ECU baseball. My blood pressure might be parking at me after the last two. <laughs> No doubt. Uh, should be another good matchup. Tell us, uh, what do you know about the Blue Devils off to a 5-2 and two start this year, coming off a sweep over Baylor? Yeah, I saw them on Saturday, actually, uh, against Baylor. They put up, I think, a, a cool 22 spot uh, <laughs> against the Bears. Uh, they really, all weekend, they just kind of trounced Baylor. Baylor's not very good, but Duke is, uh, it, it looks like a much better team than they were last year. You know, they've done a good job overhauling their lineup, started some, some nice pieces through the transfer portal. Uh, you know, Jay Bashirs and MJ Metz in particular, just kind of physical uh, veteran hitters that they, they stick in the middle of that lineup. And, um, you know, the top two guys there, I think Alex Mooney and Luke Storm, really good players on the left side of the infield. Um, and, and they've got a lot of exciting young pitching also. That's, that's the thing. You'll probably see a bunch of their, their talented freshman arms, I imagine, on Tuesday. They'll, they'll probably mix and match some of those guys. And these guys are good. Uh, very bright futures, but obviously there's there's always growing pains sometimes with young arms. So, uh, interesting team that I think has a chance to be pretty good this year. And the best team in the state of North Carolina could certainly be ECU when it's all said and done, but right now uh, could reside in Winston-Salem. Wake Forest is 9-0. I've seen them referred to Aaron as Rake Forest. I guess that's the thing. Uh, they are rolling right now. Uh, we'll see um, what happens when the, the schedule maybe gets a little tougher. But how about Wake? Uh, do you see them having staying power here in uh, in college baseball in 2023? Yeah, I mean, they're a top five team in our rankings. And, and you know, even heading into the season, I think they were number six. We had them as, as the team to beat in the ACC. I think they're very clearly the most talented team in the ACC. And it was just a matter of whether they would be able to live up to, you know, having that bullseye on their chest, which is not really a position that they're used to. Uh, but so far, so good. I mean, they're very, very good. They're, they're balanced. They've got all kinds of firepower in that offense. They're old, um, but they also have you know first-round talents on the mound with, with Rhett Louder and, and Josh Hartle kind of leading the way. Even after losing Teddy McGraw to an injury, those two guys um, are, are real. You know, and you just you stick in a Sean Sullivan in the rotation too. The lefty they got from Northwestern, and he's been awesome. You know, six innings and no-hit ball, eleven strikeouts this weekend. So. Uh, they're they're just a very complete team. The state of, of baseball in this state is crazy good right now. <laughs> With Wake, ECU, North Carolina, NC State, you know Duke looks better. 
Charlotte, I think, is good. Wilmington is, I think, going to be all right. And there's Campbell. I mean, once again, feels like a top 25 kind of team. It's a really, really good year for the state. Aaron Fitt and the folks at D1 Baseball have you covered. D1Baseball.com. You can see the latest rankings, the write-ups, the recaps, uh, podcasts. It's all there for you. D1Baseball.com. Aaron, uh, we talked to you before the season about the pitch clock. I noticed uh, the first weekend being out at Clark LeClaire when the Pirates took care of George Washington. Just the, the overall pace was was really good, and, and it, it kept folks into the game, I think. And good grief, if you've seen any of the spring training baseball clips going on for Major League Baseball, they're playing at a warp speed, too. So it's uh, people are adjusting right now here early in the season. But how about you? Is that something you've noticed? Is that something you think we'll continue to see uh, as the year goes on? Yeah, I do. I think it'll just, you know, as players get more and more used to it, um, hopefully it gets you know, smoother and smoother. But I, I do think that we're, we're going to – we're going to see shorter games, faster games at all levels of baseball. Because maybe that's been, you know, a point of emphasis that that we're seeing again in the big leagues, as you as you mentioned, as well as at our at the college level. And um, it's it's time to do it. It it seems like people, you know, once they get used to it, they like it. Uh, the players, that is, certainly the fans like it. And uh, I think uh, I think it's nothing but good stuff. Aaron Fid joining us. Aaron, uh, you got some TV time. Uh, we were doing the final hour of our show on Friday and had the ESPN Plus broadcast on and uh, saw you on uh, ESPN Plus, so getting a little TV time. I know you writers love the uh, the camera, right? Oh, I love the camera. <laughs> me, more importantly. Now we're, uh, we're actually, we, we, this weekend we got the Frisco Classic. We're streaming on, on D1Baseball.com. Uh, we did the, the Round Rock Classic this past weekend. It's our first kind of foray into live streaming. Oh, cool. But, um, I, I suspect I'll, I'll be in the booth a little bit for some of those games as well. Uh, so excited about that. You know, um, another great field out there in Frisco, and uh, our partners at Peak Events do a great job. So it's something to keep an eye on over at D1 Baseball. Yeah, we'll check that out for sure. Anything else, uh, Aaron, you got going on you want folks to know about at D1Baseball.com? Now, I'm just, you know, trucking along here. Uh, it's, it's been a fun first couple of weeks, and we've got, uh, you know, our, our stable of writers keeps growing. We're, we're trying to crank out all the content you need if you're an SEC fan, which I don't imagine there's a whole lot listening right now, but check out SEC Extra as a new offering this year, but uh, you know, we're going to make sure we keep on providing the same old quality content for, for non-SEC fans that we always have. No doubt. Aaron, thanks so much for joining us, man. We'll uh, try to catch up with you later on this baseball season. All right, Always a pleasure. Aaron Fitt, D1 Baseball, joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live uh, on a Delcor Players Lounge edition. We'll get back to the players coming up in just a moment and hear from Pirate First Baseman Josh Moylan. Uh, Real quick, some NFL news before we go to break. Uh, Washington has released Carson Wentz. I'm so sorry. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. Um, Clip, I'm... I so apologize. Carson Wentz left a, left a lasting impact on myself and Commanders fans, uh, most notably for starting in a must-win game late in the season against the Browns and throwing three interceptions. And then after the game, Ron Rivera not knowing that his team needed to win to stay alive in the playoffs. Thank you, Carson. Thank you, Carson. I blame Ron Rivera for that more than Carson Wentz, but... Carson, thank you for being a part of ruining another fall for me. I've already seen David Newton tweet out 
the connection between him and Frank Wright. <laughs> yeah. yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it, like, buddy. Wouldn't be surprised if Frank Wright kicks the tires on uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, what uh, a disaster in Washington, and I'm glad uh, it only lasted one year. He'll only ruin one year of my life. I guess Sam Howell, you're up next to make me hate football. So, I wish you luck. No pressure. No pressure. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. Josh Moylan, who uh, he's got it good. He's got Lamar Jackson, but does he? The Ravens? I don't know. We'll have to figure out what they're doing. And uh, will Lamar be back in the black and purple coming up for another year? But we'll talk about an awesome baseball weekend. Pirates knocking off the North Carolina Tar Heels Friday night. And Sunday, Josh Moylan got the snowball going on Friday night with a big RBI double. We'll talk about the rally and the two wins when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Players' Lounge Monday, presented by Delcor. And we have talked to Lane Hoover as well as Jacob Jenkins Cowart. And joining us now in the Pirate Radio Studios is Pirate First Baseman Josh Moylan coming off a 2-0 and weekend over the Tar Heels of North Carolina. Josh, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Doing great. And uh, congratulations on the great weekend. I know you uh, guys were fired up. Troy D. mentioned uh, to Jacob, I bet that was a uh, fun bus ride back home on Sunday. So uh, tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always awesome to go out and get two wins, but especially when you can do it against another in-state team, especially UNC, it's always a, a little more special. But, yeah, I mean, that bus ride home was good, a lot better than uh, our one after Campbell for sure. I was looking for something to watch here in studio. Let's watch the replay of uh, the eighth <laughs> inning uh, from Friday night, and we can get you uh, to break down the film. Uh, you had a big part in that after an AMAC walk, uh, a big double in the eighth, and Jacob said the rally started even before, you know, the first batter went to the plate because there was some juice after the pitching change. Carlson had done a fantastic job. You can speak to that, I'm sure. But you get to their bullpen, it's almost like a new lease on life. Is that kind of how you guys felt the other night? Yeah, I mean, you said it. Carlson was he was on, and we knew he was on, but we were just trying to put up some good at bats against them. And then when we saw they were pulling him out of the game, it was like a, somebody lit a firework <laughs> off in our dugout. We saw him come out, and even before the game, we talked about, look, if we can get him out, then we can just, uh, you know, they have a, a good bullpen, but those are guys that we feel confident in the box against that we can do stuff with. So, I mean, just like you said, as soon as he came out, it was we. 
just guns blazing out, uh, getting in the box and just stringing some stuff together. Well, Josh, you're really good at baseball. I'm really good at handling remotes because <laughs> I somehow fast forwarded it right to your at bat. That was pretty impressive. I, that was pretty impressive. <laughs> I, I saw it skimming through. Wow. Right wow. on the eighth inning. Shout out to me. Um, not shout out to that ump after that uh, ball, that strike called outside. <laughs> so you're down 0 2 immediately. Josh, what's going through your mind here? Down 0-2, eighth inning, one on here in the uh, in the eighth. Yeah, I mean it's obviously right there. You can see it, but it's just tough calls. And we had actually talked about that last time I was on, just being able to you know kind of brush those off. And I actually gave a little bit of a smile and a kind of laugh there, just like all right, it's part of it. But yeah, 0-2. I was just thinking, you know, if it's close to the zone, I'm gonna flick it out. So took that one honestly he might have he might have given me that one after he kind of got me in the last one but uh middle of the plate but a little high yeah a little up a little up but uh yeah i mean just going in and trying to fight those pitches off i mean i fouled off a couple here and then obviously i mean he left he left the change up to kind of leak back inside and i was just just thinking about that attack mode get that thing out of there and i i kept it ferried on the right field line how uh how tough is it and yeah you stay alive there with a, a hearty cut how tough is it that lefty lefty matchup like how are you more comfortable with the plate facing a righty or have you seen so many lefties now it doesn't matter what's that like for you yeah i mean we we see so many lefties and we know having a predominantly left-handed lineup that we're going to need to face a lot of lefties so we work on that machine wise and off of you know just side toss side bp things like that but yeah i mean i I feel pretty comfortable just about anybody in there so lefty doesn't really affect me too much when you come in as you foul another one off staying alive still uh now one two with that that ball um you know what this guy how many pitches he has and everything like that when a reliever comes in what are those uh quick conversations like with the with with uh cliff yeah it's exactly that i mean he kind of gives us a quick rundown of what this guy has what he's going to try to do depending on who's in the box like i know this guy with me he's going to try to run that outside fastball and then he's going to try to flip a slider and see if i'm still on that outside fastball but just the approach that coach gives us is i mean 99 of the time it's right so we go in there and read off that sheet and get in the box and get at it and you smoked that double down the line well that's a great slide great hustle oh, yeah. getting in there and then you uh you give them a flex you're you're fired <laughs> up over there at second and are, do you hear the crowd do you know what's going on around you or are you so like locked into the moment like what's going on i mean you, you can't help but hear that crowd that was that was unreal the other night i mean that was it felt like we had more than the super regional last year that crowd was just unreal and honestly i i couldn't hear much of anything besides that we're trying to talk to each other on the field and can't even hear each other so but they were they were awesome the other night and honestly it makes it i want to say a little easier for us playing because we're not thinking about anything else we just hear them blasting right in our ears and it's just all right it's go time uh i was gonna say who was that pinch running on the slide uh riley johnson riley johnson getting around those bases that was uh awesome and uh and josh showing off his speed team leader in triples last year everybody <laughs> the fastest man on the team uh josh Mullen. um but man what a moment there how about hitting with two strikes in the count you guys have been so good at doing that this year and uh, we talked about jacob starling doing it jacob jenkins coward and you got to kind of change your approach uh jacob said he didn't change much about a swing so what does change for you when you're you're down two strikes i think it's more of a mindset thing i mean we all know with two strikes obviously we don't want to strike out and that's our that's our whole approach to the plate is when we get to two strikes we're just going to go in and fight and if it's close to the zone we spoil it and if it's a pitch we can do damage with we're going to do damage with it i mean we go in with that mindset of 
we're going to beat this guy every time we get to two strikes. Uh, Josh Moylan, ACC killer uh, in this stadium. You had that that uh, bomb against Virginia that really got the place rocking <laughs> last year. And I still remember. I know you'll never forget that moment. No. Yeah, that, that was wild last year. I mean, it's the same scenario. Crowd going nuts. You don't <laughs> even hear anything when you're going around the bases. But... But yeah, it's always always good to play those ACC teams here. Barini could not have placed that one any better as he dumps it down the left field line, and now the, you're playing in a freaking madhouse, oh, and yeah. all the momentum is on your side at that point. Uh, Josh Moylan breaking down uh, the film here as he was able to. Uh, you like being able to go in standing up, right? Like no oh, question, yeah. you you know you got it at this point. Yeah, it's it's uh it's a little easier going in standing up, but especially when you go in standing up, the crowd knows you're scoring. They get a little bit uh even a little bit louder than they already were. But yeah, I mean, Shaq, we call Joey Shaq. He, I mean, he placed a perfect one right down the line, and then I was going home no matter what. There, I was I was wheeling, and coach sent me, and I was like, oh yeah, we got this, and then. Obviously, you see him going nuts right in a second, but yeah, that was that place was electric. Awesome stuff. Josh Moylan joining us. The Shaq nickname, and people, uh, guys explained it to me last year, something to do with his shoes or cleats, right? What, what's the story on that? Yeah, so we, uh, during the fall last year, we were a little limited on practice cleats because we didn't want to use the ones for the season yet, and uh, they had, a you know, the Shaq shoes they sell, yeah. the real big shoes. <laughs> they had real big cleats for Joey, and those were the only ones that would fit him, so we started calling him Shaq. And it, it stuck. One of the smallest guys on the team, uh, Shaq, is uh, is is bringing it. Uh, Bryant says, "Ask Josh if he recognizes fans from home games when they're at away games." And you would have, if so, you would have recognized a lot of folks uh, yesterday because a huge pirate turnout in Chapel Hill. Oh yeah, I mean our, I mean we notice our fans everywhere. They're yelling, screaming, purple gold here and there, but. But yeah, we always recognize our fans. We always try to, you know, get them and in, incorporated in games and say what's up when we can. But we always notice you guys. I uh, I asked you about this last time you were on, but the conversations over at first base, and I saw you, uh, I believe, chit chatting with the Tar Heel yesterday. But you said uh, most of them are pretty friendly, right? Just uh, yeah. What yeah. like what are you talking about to opposing players? Well, I so I played with a lot of those guys on that team in summer ball. Okay, they were actually on my team and some that I played against. So I've I've gotten to know them pretty well, but. I mean, we just we just kind of go over there and just talk. I mean, I'll give them like you know they have a good hit. I'll be like, hey, it's a good piece, man, like kind of thing. Yeah. Say, you know, thank you, and then we just get to talking. Like yesterday, we were talking a little bit about the umpire and kind of the guy behind the plate and in the field, and then we were just talking about like I mean the the ball that uh, Honeycutt hit yesterday. The one guy got oh, the first. I yeah. said that one went pretty far. He goes, yeah, I think it's the farthest I've seen in this stadium. So just kind of talking about whatever. I'll have to ask Gross about that. Uh, when he comes on next week because you can see his reaction immediately and then lane hoover did the stand oh, still yeah, no and movement. no no need <laughs> no need on that one um man i would have got roasted on social media if uh you see these like little league world series games and the the opposing teams like shake hands and like hardos lose their mind like what this isn't how it should be my best friend one of my best buddies hit a uh, his first career home run in little league and i played first and as he's rounding i gave him a subtle like fist bump uh the high five 
and man i would have been roasted for that uh, I, looking back should i've done that should i've like pushed them or shoved them like yeah i don't know see i'm i'm never <laughs> one to to give the high five or any of that oh I'm, no not in yeah, a college well, game. yeah yeah but but i you know i give respect where yeah. it's due you know a guy puts a good swing in a ball you gotta let him know but yeah you know i i feel like it's also it depends on the team you know if we're in a rivalry game there might be a little less of that but if you know a guy you yeah know, yeah kind yeah. of thing like that but yeah a little different in wonderful little league than it is a uh high stakes college baseball game uh scott is tuned in he's our maryland pirate he loves isaiah foot he loves anybody from maryland and uh scott is a big moylan fan so there you go well i appreciate that <laughs> josh moylan joining us inside the pirate radio studios do you ever uh and boy there's a sight a man with some nice thighs that's, that's uh, actually my buddy Bo. he uh i became good friends with him last year but yeah he uh he likes to get up on that dugout i interacted with him on social media during the regional super regional because i was like who's the guy with the thunder thighs and i think he's like that's me and yeah he likes to uh show those loud and proud oh, during yeah. pirate uh, baseball games uh do you go back and and look at your bats like we do here like do you break them down yeah, yeah, especially after the good games, I like to go back. But even after ones where I might not be playing as well, I like to go back and just kind of see what I look like in the box. Do I look like I'm moving too quick? Do I look comfortable? Just go back and learn from things because even when it's good, you can still always be better. And when it's bad, obviously, you can learn from it. So yeah. I, I do like to go back and look. You got a question for uh, Josh Moylan? You can get it in right now on YouTube, Facebook or twitter and we will pass that along to the pirate first baseman right now we'll go and take a time out we'll come back we still got to open up the booty bag make you a winner and have more for you on pirate radio live here on a players lounge monday presented by delcor more to go with josh moylan after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedic season sports medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, we're watching the Pirate comeback here with a guy who was a part of it, Josh Moylan, as... uh, you think that wilcoxon ball <laughs> had enough oh i think everybody in that place <laughs> thought it was and then it checked up and we were all gave the big oh, dug out but yeah he put a good swing on that gave one. it a ride to center and now uh star man's about to come up oh and, yeah and bring the house down uh, i even said to thank you thank you david bowie um i even said to cliff godwin before the season when he came in for his final chat that jacob starling had a flair for the dramatic like it was a big moment he came through and he said yeah we just got to get him more consistent like do that 
do that in the second inning or whatever. Uh, but man, whatever it is, he does. Uh, he likes the big moment. It seems like. Oh yeah, he always looks calm in there. And then uh, you know, just like you said, the big moment is is uh, not really a big moment for him. It's just kind of normal business. But but yeah, I think the whole team right now we'd like to get going before about the seventh or eighth inning, like we have been. That's been the uh, something tells me that maybe Cliff and the coaches have told you guys that because Lane said it and Jacob said it and you repeated. Uh, you, you don't want to wait around and, and have to do this every game, right? Uh, it's not the easiest thing to do to put these big innings together. Yeah, definitely not. And uh, Coach actually joked yesterday we're in our huddle and he was saying uh hey let's let's get this done before the uh seventh and eighth inning how about that and we're all we all agreed but uh yeah i mean we'd definitely like to get it going early but well you got it done before the eighth yeah yeah yesterday was progress 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 five more games we'll be doing in the second there you go uh slowly but surely and a big week coming up Uh, you'll be at the durham bulls park coming up on tuesday josh taking on another good in-state opponent duke and uh you get to play in a cool ballpark so uh, i know you're looking forward to tomorrow oh yeah it's always cool playing there you know minor league stadium and with the big scoreboard on the wall in left field it's just it's a whole environment that's pretty cool so i'm excited about that and then this weekend another great field for the keith leclerc classic and i, I don't know maybe a little more homework for you looking at more uh, potential pitchers josh but what do you think about playing three different teams in three days as opposed to a series what, what's your thoughts on it i think it's cool just because it's different you know yeah. we'll play a midweek and then play somebody else on the weekend but it having a different team each day is it's pretty cool i mean we'll have our meetings discussing pitchers each day which we'll usually only have one of those before a weekend series so that's always cool but yeah just getting different teams in here teams that we wouldn't normally play it, it's a pretty cool experience uh all right let's get to uh, some twitter questions i got a question for you josh what was your, what's your favorite elective you've taken as a student at east carolina uh, um well I, i'm actually taking a class right now sports history oh that cool. is a pretty cool class yeah. i enjoyed that and uh what are you guys talking about in there just a whole bunch of different stuff i mean we talked about the origin of different sports uh, baseball especially we talked about and then like the black Sox scandal all that kind of stuff talking about just the history of uh, all the different sports it's been fun awesome all right uh what is the most used app on your phone uh i've been playing wordscapes a lot recently you kind of get a whole you get like six letters and you try to piece them all together and make a bunch of words so okay i'm expanding my knowledge but uh also enjoying it while i'm playing it so that's probably my most used one right now keep the brain going that's good <laughs> that's good if you could only listen to one album for the rest of your life what would it be what's uh what's the the eminem album uh, what is it i, I want to it's the it's like the marshall mathers lp no, no, the, no, uh, it's, uh, i'm trying to remember what it's I can't remember the name of it. All right. Uh, you got the Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, the Eminem Show. No. Um, uh, oh, Recovery. Recovery okay. 2010. Yeah, that one. All right. If I could listen to one, it'd be that. That would be the one. Uh, why Billy Jean? Uh, so I was just listening to music in my car, and uh, it got to that point in the song. I was like, oh, this, is, this would be pretty good. So, I mean, I replayed that part of the song probably 50 times while I was driving. I was like, all right, this is this will be good. And my grandma likes Michael Jackson, and I know a lot of a lot of our uh, older crowd is yeah. probably Michael Jackson fans. So I was like, you know what, that, that'd be pretty good. I was going to say, that probably plays well at Clark LeClaire for folks that don't know maybe today's country or uh, the the screamo emo that some guys play and so yeah billy jean michael jackson always works oh yeah uh jacob starling to the plate now three to three in the bottom of the eighth i'm not going to spoil what happens but it's good uh for pirate fans oh yeah let's see we got some old questions from last week um 
How about I'll, I'll flip this one on you because we talked to the pitchers last week. If you could face one major league pitcher, who would you like to face? Mm. I feel like it'd be cool to face uh, like a Raldis Chapman. I think it'd be oh, a fun wow. one because I mean, there's nobody <laughs> like that. I mean, he's he's one of a kind. So to be able to face a guy like that, I think would be pretty awesome. Yeah, and this guy wasn't a closer like him, but when I think of big lefties, uh, Randy Johnson. Oh, yeah. That was before your time a little mm-hmm. bit, but. That kind of reminds me of that, just the imposing left-handed pitcher. Big up there. Uh, Let's see. Pros and cons on playing real grass versus turf. So you saw the turf against Campbell, right? And uh, I think you have some other – do you have any other road venues where you'll see turf Cincinnati? Uh, A lot of our conference now, Tulane, Cincinnati. uh, I think USF is now turf. Okay. Uh, UCF, I want to say – is going to it or they already have so i mean just about everywhere in our conference houston's turf will be there this year but i i like playing on a real field i mean it's what we've played on since we were growing up and i feel like it's real baseball on a regular dirt field but the turf's nice i mean it'll bail you out with some hits here and there because it skips a little more on that but i uh i definitely like playing on a real field all right um people are obsessed with animals this was a weird one josh what animal does cliff goblin remind you of and why uh i'd say probably like a like a pit bull or a, or a rottweiler you know one of those kind of dogs <laughs> okay where, where you know that sometimes they're they're the real calm uh house pet and yeah. sometimes they're uh they're going nuts but but yeah i mean i coach is more so the house pet when uh we're not playing and then when we uh we start playing coach likes to show that uh that a kind of wild side good answer i like that <laughs> all right um scott says fisher's popcorn or crab cakes oh, i like fisher's popcorn I, li- I like sweets so i'll get i'll get my regular popcorn and then i, I like that uh that caramel popcorn they have so that's a uh is that a maryland that delicacy a maryland thing yep all right how do you feel about the uh, you a crab cakes guy i am yeah I, I really like crab cakes. I don't know if I've ever had them proper from Maryland. Oh, but well, they're they're special. They're special back home. I need to uh, I need to check that out. Let's see if we. Uh, oh, how um, how are you handling the uh, pitch clock and all that? Uh, the changes that they've made there because it's uh, certainly led to a quicker pace. How are you dealing with it? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind it at all. I think it's I think it's good for us because we've practiced dealing with it and understand that we need to get in the box quick and in between pitches. The pitchers are always quick, but now they can work quick and they don't have to worry about a batter calling time. So mm-hmm. it's good. We just we're more comfortable in there. But honestly, I, I don't mind it. I actually kind of like it because, like you said, it speeds the game up and and it just it keeps everything flowing instead of somebody calling time five times or pitchers stepping off and you know resetting a bunch so I, I i like it did you see the uh the mlb highlights on social media floating around the braves got walked off because the guy didn't get in the box oh, quick no. enough like, it's insane yeah that <laughs> i think that's the only part of it that kind of stinks is you can have a game end on that yeah. which i don't know if maybe they put their that in there you can't end the game on that but yeah i think that that's the only tough part of it uh, in fact, Brian Snicker, after the game, Braves manager said, I don't think this is what the rule was intended for. Oh, but, you know, we'll, we'll see if that happens during the regular season, as it is just spring training. Saw uh, Burley get an A-B earlier yeah. today, uh, which is uh, always cool to see. Um, let's see. Do we got any other questions? We had a lot about Jacob's mustache, which <laughs> you got yours going for Mustache March. Oh, Looking yeah. good. Are you feeling good about it? 
Oh, I'm feeling confident this year. I think I got a, I think I have a real chance in the bracket, but obviously <laughs> now everybody loves JC, so we'll see. Uh, with the fan voting, I think he might edge me out there. But uh, Look, you just survive in advance. Win your that, first round win. matchup. Look, I just want to get past the second round. I've been getting bounced in the second round for back-to-back years now, so I want to get past that second round. All right, play into the fans. You heard it here. Vote for Josh. I guess that will that come out on the first, you think? Uh, have you already taken the pictures and the matchup and everything? Not yet. Okay. So it'll probably end up coming out probably third fourth day or it'll probably come out right before that first series the yeah. the leclerc series but uh but yeah make sure you're going out and voting for me uh what's your favorite baseball movie josh uh honestly i it's more of a funny movie but bench warmers okay i love bench warmers out you'll catch me watching that probably once a month uh what's your uh take on the savannah bananas i think it's pretty cool it, <laughs> it, it, it gets the fans more involved because yeah. sometimes you go to a baseball game i know people get bored watching but that kind of that kind of environment, I feel like, is pretty cool. So I, I'm a fan of it. Yeah, maybe one day you'll be uh, putting on that that yellow uniform. Josh Moylan joining us. Uh, Josh, uh, tell us about uh, Monday. So coming off a big win on Sunday, another uh, midweek a travel to the Triangle once again tomorrow. So what have you been doing uh, this Monday to to get ready and to recover? Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's more of a recovery day. We're we went out and had a lift today and a lot of mobility stuff we did so just kind of getting the body back to feeling right after uh, a long weekend even though we had a game that wasn't played this weekend so we did have an extra day there but yeah just going out recovery hydrate and get some swings in in the cage and get ready for tomorrow how many swings uh you like to get in uh so i i mean i try to count them but i'm usually around 150 yeah. 200 okay uh, the day before a game i like to make sure my swing's feeling good before we get in there and how much uh bp do you get before every game uh we take probably three four rounds of like five six swings so okay. enough but we hit in the cage also during that so we get most of our swings in the cage but the bp is more of a feel good and see how it's flying that day at the park and uh i might have mentioned this to you i talk about it quite a bit but to see you guys take infield outfield palumbo like it's like a work of art it's like a symphony almost and i know y'all take pride in everything you do and want to be perfect in everything but uh it's it's amazing how much you can do in a short amount of time when everybody's clicking like oh, you yeah. guys do yeah and it, it's exactly that we take pride in it it you know you see some teams taking io just more of a feel good in infield outfield but we like to get our work in doing it. i mean we take ground balls and bp with full intent and then we get out there and it's just let's make these plays and let's get our feet moving get ready to play so it's it's more of a go out there and more of a business thing than it is feel good before the game five wins to one loss that one loss at campbell always tough uh, when you make that trip to Bowie's creek mm-hmm. so looks like you guys were able to respond pretty quickly from that but i don't know what, what was uh what was it like uh, after that first loss uh josh coming off of three wins yeah i mean obviously you want to go undefeated the whole <laughs> season but the, you know the loss is eventually going to happen but everybody was good after that where morale was high everybody was you know it's a tough game but we got to get back out and get ready for the weekend. It's exactly what we did. We just we just took it day by day and didn't let it uh, hang around with us. And uh, let's talk a little pitching too. While we got you here, Josh is uh, Trey Savage. How about his performance on Friday? Oh, that was awesome. Keeping you guys in the game. Uh, so much emotion he's showing, and he is coming into his own as a stud. Oh yeah, and I mean especially in that game, we needed him to go out and do that because, like you said, I mean Carlson was he was on yep. that day, so we we needed our guy to go out and do the same thing, and Trey did just that. I mean he was. He was awesome, kept us in the game the whole time and kept the energy on our side as well because it's easy for us to, you know, kind of get down after not hitting the ball real well. But Trey kept us there the whole game, and he he just, I mean, pitched so well like we knew he could. 
talking to josh moylan here inside the pirate radio studios and uh josh when you look at uh at carter spivey thought he might be the guy getting the ball on friday he's uh he's not quite ready to go he closes it down on sunday so uh you guys uh have always been to accept your roles uh, on the team no matter if it's hitting on the field uh pitching whatever and it was cool to see carter spivey able to get some work in against north carolina and get that final out yeah and i mean honestly you would have liked to see spivey throw on friday but i think it kind of worked out in our favor having him in the bullpen there and knowing that if we had a lead late in the game he could come in and close it out and yeah i mean i it's like you said we all just accept our roles on the team because we're all there to win games we don't care if we're you know the three hole hitter batting lead off like we don't we don't care about those kind of things we care about just going out and winning baseball games josh uh great stuff man thanks for joining us today good luck against uh duke tomorrow and we'll see you this weekend at clark leclerc for the keith leclerc classic thank you very much thanks for having me yes sir there is josh moylan joining us today on the delcor players lounge if you need assistance and repairs on your heating uh cooling or plumbing you can give them a call 321-8868 visit delcorinc.com because why get it just done when you can get it done right call the service professionals at delcor we'll take a break come back look at the buccaneer music hall scoreboard tell you what's going on tonight also uh recap the weekend a wild basketball weekend we'll recap some of that Surely we need to uh, open up the booty bag as well. So let's do that right now and make somebody a winner. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. Shirley, what are we giving away on this Monday? Uh, let's see. How about let's do lunch for two at Tiebreakers. All right. Uh, what caller are you looking for? Uh, let's go with caller number eight. Caller eight, 317-1250 is a winner. More to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. And congratulations to Chris Garcia of Greenville. Picked up uh, lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Good question, Johnny. I will table that for next week's uh, Players Lounge. I'll ask the deciding factors uh, for becoming a pirate back to his recruiting days. Uh, He was asking Josh Moylan. I did not see that in time, and that is on me. I will tap the chest on that one, and Johnny, I'll throw that out to the guys next time they are on. We'll talk to the pitchers next Monday on the Players' Lounge, Josh Gross along with Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey, and get the hitters in in a couple of weeks. So I will pass that along. Um, 
wanted to mention well i guess we'll get right to it it was a it was an awesome basketball weekend amongst the baseball that we've discussed today and really fun night in Minji's, hearkening back to uh the the nc state game uh the marquette upsets and even before those when you would have the pack games against caa rivals but man it was so much fun to have that atmosphere in Minji's coliseum and my goodness houston is good they are smothering on defense pirates were awful offensively in the first half credit to ecu in the second half for trading buckets with houston for a lot of that second half the problem is they just got too far behind in the first half uh but they were able to finally get some stuff going they couldn't get stops uh in the second half and and houston is the absolute real deal and they were awesome but man you start to the calendar is going to turn here in a couple days we get into march and we're starting to already see some of the madness in fact uh i've got some of the amazing endings of games uh here and surely let's start with a pac-12 rivalry arizona was looking to stay alive in the pac-12 regular season race and big favorites over arizona state take business at home take care of business at home on senior day well the sun devils ruined all that with a bomb at the buzzer let's hear that one three seconds left no timeouts Neal inbounds desmond cambridge Well beyond half court, a prayer was answered, and it was not the only prayer answered. God was watching college basketball and listening to college basketball fans this weekend because Florida State had a prayer of their own. A little double onions here at the end of the Florida State-Miami game. Miami was up by 25. Florida State came back, and it sounded like Miami was going to win, but the Knowles pulled one out. Miller for three for the lead. Got it! Final chance, Florida State, Worley, Cleveland for the win! It's good! Matthew Cleveland stuns Miami! Good call by Nishroff, uh, Panthers play-by-play guy. Florida State wins it on the horn against their rival. Let's go to Sunday, Michigan uh, with the ball underneath their basket they need a three and they give it to their seven footer hunter dickinson right in front of Jawan howard and the michigan bench and here is how that one sounded williams up top dickinson dangerous pass dickinson at the horn Hunter Dickinson sends it to overtime with a prayer three that was answered, and the Wolverines win it in overtime. An amazing couple of days in college hoops. By the way, folks, we're going to be your your conference tournament headquarters. Conference tournaments begin tonight. Don't wait. They begin tonight. Don't mind if I do, but I'm going to... Surely not a fan. Uh, let's go to the NBA, where prayers were hit, but they weren't in time. You had Celtic Sixers the other night. Man. A bomb three by Jason Tatum, 
and then a Joel Embiid Hail Mary that came just after the clock expired. Uh, just an incredible finish the other night in Philadelphia. Inbound to Smart. Bounce pass Tatum. Tatum puts up a three. Bang! Jason Tatum from downtown. 1.3 remaining. No timeouts left for Philadelphia. There's something so magical. Have to check it. And B. We will review this last second shot as the rule. The rule on the floor was no bad. In, in real time, it looked like he got it off. I but know. In, in the, in the review, and it sounded like he got it off. Yeah, and in the review, it was like, oh, man, that stinks. It's almost like, and maybe it was because it was loud. I don't know, but like the buzzer sound happened after the ball was in the air. Right. I don't know if it was connected to the clock or what. But there's something so magical about seeing a ball fly from one free throw line all the way to the other end of the court and go in. Embiid did it, and it didn't count. Celtics win. Paul George did it last night in a game against the Nuggets that would have won the game, but it went to overtime. Let's hear that one, Shirley. Six seconds left. Two shading. Brown will fire. No. Rebound, George. And we have overtime. George hit that heave, but it was late. Wow. <laughs> Just, uh, I love hearing those sound effects, too. The the ball going in, the buzzer, the ball, and the crowd the all together the ball, the crowd. gets me fired up for what we are about to experience for the next two weeks in conference tournaments where you're going to see uh, dreams come true and then uh, the NCAA tournament which you can hear right here on Pirate Radio looking forward to that wall to wall coverage that first Thursday, Friday and then on a Saturday and Sunday as well. Coming up tonight Dunk City remember their run in the NCAA tournament remember the highlight reel they put on against uh, I want to say Georgetown in the first game uh, and then beyond, but they play against Queens University tonight. Uh, that coming up on ESPN Plus. It's the first round of the Atlantic Sun Championship. Uh, Bellarmine and North Florida will play after that. The Ospreys uh, coming up tonight. Or no, that is also at seven o'clock. So they are on. Huh. One of them will be in Kennesaw, Georgia. The other in Lynchburg, Virginia. So, figure that out. Uh, two games tonight in the Atlantic Sun Tournament as conference tournaments officially begin. We're going to have to wait a little while to before the Pirates play their conference tournament. It'll be next Thursday. Chandler and I will be in studio for a watch-along. So, watch the Pirates in postseason with us right here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Can't wait. Watch-along season is here. This is March. Oh, we're so close. We are in. We might as well be here with the conference tournament beginning. We'll go ahead and say it's March. It's March negative second. Yep. Tomorrow will be March negative first. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday will be March first. Yep. That's how the numbers work. All right. Let's take uh, our final time out. We'll come back, let you know what else is going on in the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. And have more for you after this.
listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, It was a good day for the stock market. The Dow was up 72 points, closed out at 32,889. The NASDAQ was up 72 at 11,466. S&P was up 12 points, finished out the day at 3,982. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Uh, impromptu game. Just to get the uh, the minds going, the brains racing a little bit, for sure, in terms of brains racing. Big game here. Big ball game. Um, Shirley Chandler, we're going to do nicknames, mascots, if you will, if you will, of Division One basketball playing schools that have a color in their nickname. And I'll go ahead and throw um, one out there and start with the Evansville Purple Aces. Okay. So that's what we... Wait, we need to name the mascot with a ne- with a color in its name. The nickname, school nickname. So okay. As for example, the Evansville Purple Aces. Okay. The Marist Red Foxes. Very good. Syracuse Orange. Mm, I like that. Gotcha. I'm gonna go with the DePaul Blue Demons. Uh, is it St. John's Red Storm? That, the very one. Okay. Duke Blue Devils. Damn. Uh, I have nothing after that. The Southern Miss Golden Eagles. The Tulsa Golden Hurricane. <laughs> you little sly. <laughs> I'm going the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. I'm going to go with the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Um... tapping out no not yet i'm just thinking oh okay (laughs) um do 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 that doesn't help at all uh, uh, would you like to phone a friend? Johnny has one available on Facebook Live. Would you like to use Johnny? I would like to use Johnny. Johnny in Shirley's uh, defense is going with the Presbyterian Blue Hose. Yeah. There you go, Shirley. Yeah, thank All right, you. You're thank still you, in. Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. All right, Chandler. I don't know. You know, you didn't think of one in all that time. I know. I've been trying to think. Oh man, uh, is Middle Tennessee State got? Do they? What? Uh, what are they? The Blue Raiders. That? Yeah. 
Are they really? Yeah. Let's go, baby. I was thinking, what did you say, Tennessee State? Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee Middle. State. I thought I was like Tennessee, and I was like, no, that's the Volunteers. I was like, there's a Tennessee one in there somewhere. That there is. And I just said it. <sighs> I'm going to go with the Miami of Ohio Red Hawks. Oh. Um... Um, got Chandler's got one. I got one. Give me one second. Uh, would you like Craig to help you out with one, Shirley? <laughs> yeah, because my brain's done. Shirley's going back to the phone a friend. Craig wants to help you out and say the Tulane Green Wave. Oh, son of a... <laughs> Shirley's still in. Chandler. I The one I thought of was North Texas. Mean Green. That is correct. Let's go. I'm going to go with the Cal Golden Bears. Oh! I believe that's official. I'll make sure. I just read read Johnny's comment. He's got a good one. Shirley, uh, you can go back to a phone a friend. Go to Johnny. Let's go down to Johnny. (laughs) Let's go down to Johnny. You want to go down to Johnny? Here's Johnny. You want Johnny? Yes. All right. You got the Harvard Crimson. You're still in. And I will bounce off of that and go Alabama. Touchdown, Alabama. All right. Now, I'm not in trouble because I'm going to go with the Army Black Knights. Okay. Is that a thing? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's right, isn't it? Yes. Black Knights. I know that they're the Knights. Black Knights. I'm going to go. Can we go one more rotation here? Shirley, you have 10 seconds. Uh, Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. I don't know. I, pitch, I, clock, I, pitch clock. Pitch <laughs> clock. Because I was thinking Arizona State Sun Devils, but that's not a color. Negative. Chandler. Uh, I'm going to go on another military branch and go Air Force. It's Air Force. You are out of the game. Ah! They're the Falcons. They're not the Blue Falcons. I don't think so. You're not the. And for the win, I have nothing at the moment, so I hope I come up with something in ten seconds. Um, isn't there another Ivy League school that has a color? Dartmouth, big Dartmouth, big green. You better look that up. Oh, is Delaware? Delaware! You're out. I know. But you are correct. Delaware. Dartmouth Big Green is the thing. Minnesota Golden Gophers. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good one. Delaware Blue Hens. Yeah, Blue Hens. Uh, Nathan on Facebook says Brown University. Does that count? That doesn't count. We're going nickname only. But that was fun. The Blue Demons of DePaul. I said that. I'm sorry. He said that. I missed that. I said that. Sorry. Because he is him. I, 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 Timothy. Uh, th- thank y'all for playing along at home and helping out on the uh, phone a friend. Well done. That was good. All right. Uh, we're about out of time. Looking at tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Buck. You got the two A Sun uh, tournament games, Florida Gulf Coast and Queens, Bellarmine and North Florida. Tonight in top 25 action. You've got Iowa State. Oh, I guess they're out of the top 25. They host West Virginia. Number seven, Baylor, will be at Oklahoma State. North Carolina, coming off a win over Virginia, 
will be on the road at florida state coming off that emotional comeback win over miami so those games going on tonight on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by da buck fun show today thanks to josh moylan lane hoover as well as jacob jenkins coward for hanging out inside the players lounge brought to you by delcor thanks to aaron fit d1 baseball for joining us as well coming up on tuesday got a lot going on we'll talk to shane winkler head softball coach of the pirates michael perry will join us to talk some hoops we got bryce williams we got ellerby we got mully and you out there tuning in and uh being a part of the pirate radio family i'm here with my family we'll see you tuesday three o'clock on an all-new edition of pirate radio live jeff charles take us home have a great night eastern carolina thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation